I mean, our show, hey. if, if our show is not anything but a joke, but, you know, uh, why not start it this way? Well, I'm, I'm uh, hoofing it, uh, you know, taking the show on the road in uh, the best way possible. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Best of Our Week, of our week. where I was having one of the best moments of the week <laughs> and completely lost track of time. And now I'm on foot back to the Gadget Lab so we can do this for real. <laughs> all, I, all I know is you took the show on the road. And you didn't even tell me that we're going on the road. That's <laughs> right. the weird part. I we're feel like we're I really going to test this, uh, this, this T-Mobile 5G in my neighborhood now. We'll see how that goes. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I've been testing out that U.S. mobile thing. I don't know if you saw it. Um, yeah. Yeah, they so, reached out. So, so the, the team at U.S. mobile is getting really... Uh, they're getting really aggressive. Oh yeah, I'm putting yeah. out those SIM cards. I, I I took a I took two cards for test drive, and yeah. that's actually what's kind of helping us pick between T-Mobile and Verizon. It's it's all because of U.S. Mobile. Well, so yeah, U.S. Mobile kind of piggybacks. It's uh it's an NVMO kind of thing. It's just they resell the service. For me, at least in my area, they're literally the exact same thing as T-Mobile since they're using T-Mobile cell towers. So at mm-hmm. home, I get T-Mobile Wi-Fi calling. Uh, so I've been testing them out. I, <laughs> I love their cards. Uh, very nice little uh, freaking focus. Very nice. Very patriotic. patriotic. It's all about say, the freedom. Fourth of July coming up a couple of days from now. Why not? But no, I, I've, I've really liked their service. And I, I feel like between T-Mobile, uh, excuse me, between Mint, U.S. Mobile, and Visible, um, mm-hmm. you've got some incredible competition for T-Mobile and Verizon MVNOs. Yeah, no, no, I, absolutely. I, I didn't even know the U.S. Mobile thing realistically existed, but... Um, I was test- so I've been testing it out on the Xperia One Mark Three, right? So I wanted to fix yeah. them. I plug it in, dude. I got six hundred and fifty megabits down. Six freaking hundred, man! Like how? Oh, that's ah, right. Yes. that's sub six. Um, that's sub six. That's it's remarkable sub six. And again, it's uh, like I was. We're seeing all those LTE plus network yeah. improvements. Yeah, um, yep. it, it's surprising. It's, very, it's pretty very cool. Good. So very, very happy with the service they have. Um, my only thing is that the SIM cards they sent me had a, a New Jersey number. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been getting I've been getting the spam calls to New Jersey. So <laughs> all uh, dedicated. They're exactly the same calls, but they've got kind of like a fun Italian flair. A little bit, yeah. yeah we're trying to reach you about your uh, your extended warranty. Oh, exactly. it's probably out of warranty. Call us back, otherwise we're gonna slash your tires. It's very eh, simple. Something terrible could happen to you because you're out of your warranty. <laughs> <laughs> I do apologize to any of our uh, any any of our East East Coast followers. Right. I'm, I'm channeling I'm second. channeling my dad's family, and they're all out of like they're all out of like Hazlitt and Trenton. So I feel like I'm one step removed from being able to make that joke. I, okay, well, at least we have some credibility. We can uh, we can hold. No, on to. no, we don't have credibility. Let's not go I, that far. I, I was I was so, trying to make this a respectable show. You oh, know, I feel like we're, we we're lost almost the, at two hundred, man. Plot. We're like, what, what were we? I think we we are almost at two hundred subscribers. One hundred and ninety something. One hundred ninety seven or something. So <laughs> let us break those two hundred. You know. Um, well, I, I I did want to say, especially kicking off this stream, uh, happy Xperia Day. Happy Xperia Day, indeed, my friend, to all Xperia. You know, blessed be the Xperia that it is. Xperia ah, yes. one mark to do. <laughs> Let it. So say we all. So say we so all. So say we all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome to the club. Uh, well, I, and I was very impressed. Last. You made it your entire video, and you didn't seem to struggle with Sony's completely foreign and alien naming convention. Because it's, it's the hardest thing to, to um, talk about in Xperia phone is just how, what do you even call it? How do you even say the name? It's, it's, it's impossible. It's that's that's I have, I have, <laughs> Once you review one of their headphones, um, I think you become a master at the ability of saying Xperia <laughs> 1, Mark 2, Mark 3, right. uh, you know, the, w, the WH, uh, w, yeah, the WH 1000 XM4s, XM3s, over the ear, on ear, all of that stuff. Uh, or like old school I, I, Sony televisions. I feel like their phones are pretty tame by comparison. <laughs> by comparison. Hey, man, they're doing much better than MSI and Asus when it comes down to branding where just like, like somebody hit a keyboard by mistake and it's like right that's, that's yeah that's the product name but um no i mean the, the reality there is a there is a little bit of kind of a like a, a tech a little, some youtubers or some tech influencers that don't necessarily appreciate what they're getting like what they're holding or what they're referring to um and right. I, please, for my thing at the end of the video i said if you're going to start comparing this because i know a lot of people are going to say look you know, well, what about you said the moment you say that I need you to first look at that phone. If it does not have a 4K 120 hertz refresh rate display, the conversation is over. There's no comparison. Yeah. Don't look at the I, price and tell me that this is not worth it. Right. I, I, I it's, it's definitely a point to stress in my video. I loved the commentary you had in your video. Mm -hmm. um, this is display technology that is only just now becoming more accessible on desktop monitors. Um, to, to see these specs on a phone, it's I really don't feel like Sony's going to get enough credit. Back and I've spent thousands of dollars on this thing. I'm right? still struggling to getting get this thing to run. So, yeah, I don't think the reality is that you have to truly appreciate what Sony's doing and yeah. what what the amount of seriously. Like I, I didn't think they were going to do it when I saw the pre briefing and when I got a chance to play with it the first time. Uh, I, I was very impressed with it, but I love the fact that I was able to get it for a second spin because, you know what, time always fixes things. And that for me, some of the some of the little bit of the heartache had I done my video based on my initial impressions, what I did yeah. a month ago, um, my review would have been a little bit more bleak because I would have been like, you know, Call of Duty Mobile, a big partnership, uh, you know, collaboration with Sony, only plays at sixty frames per second and no better. Right. And guess what? The update came through. And four again, 120 frames per second on, on mobile. Yeah, crazy good, and it's so responsive. The touch responsive. They fixed a lot of things with it. So I really, I feel like this is one of those things. Like I mean, as you said with your with your side, it's hard to make a judgment call. It's hard to make a, a review on a phone that isn't even available publicly yet. And the hard uh, software that you're running is is a little yeah. bit. I mean, it wasn't even ready. I mean, we still were dealing with certain things in there. And um, are we in the bathroom, Juan? No, this is, uh, this is kitchen. I wouldn't take you guys into the bathroom with me. Come on. <laughs> I kid, I kid. I knew I'm, you were. I'm tacky, but I'm not that tacky. Okay, now we're going to be elevated with Juan to a next level. Everybody. <laughs> this is the next level. We're taking it to the next level. We're going we're right, to do a turn. This computer, computer booted up here. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, fun. That was fun. Uh, next week, uh, come back and we're going to be doing it um, all the way for Pacific Palisades. Uh, Juan will be taking a nice long jog <laughs> as he's talking to all of us. Uh, I, I, I will yeah. say... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was saying it, it, it was fun. It was fun. Like, yeah, we were able to kind of, you know, doing, doing it live, taking it, taking it uh, to the next level and, and working it. 
Um, but I will say this much. Aditya is in the chat. Thank you for hanging out with us. Bathroom with only Juan's premium tier exclusive. <laughs> Aditya oh, always Aditya. It, it always just goes, you know, you know he wants to. It always fans. just goes he sideways really, when it, he gets gets into the OnlyFans jokes. Walking with Juan. Oh my god, Michael Pepper Deffy. He's killing Although, me. so so I mean, uh, I'm on the TCL, what are these? The Move Audio S six hundreds. So here's um, the are... I didn't get those. <laughs> I was gonna reach out to Brad and I'm like, dude, you missed Yeah, account. I mean I, I would. Um hundred dollar buds. Uh I think they did pretty well. I mean, you tell me how was how was the audio while I was kinda huffing it there? It's actually pretty pretty decent. I was able to you Not know bad. I was able to, yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. The couple of times you were trying to get on, I always heard you. You couldn't hear me. So it was always, the, I think it's the well, setting. A, yeah. yeah th- no, that was, a, that was a mobile web browser problem. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Because I think in, in Chrome, you're able to select Bluetooth as, an, as a... Uh, that's as a right. And so yeah. for whatever reason, uh, that never shows up on Firefox and it drives me nuts. Dude, the quality on this video right now is really good. Just go sideways and you're good. done. Yeah. I don't know why you're logging in on your PC. Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back in here. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll do it right from here. We'll, on do, we'll, we'll do it proper. Okay. Um, sure. so we have Greg in the chat. We have Gary, the fireman, always. El Jefe, Jeff is in the chat as well. Hope you're doing well, man. Um, I don't know, if, Jeff. Did you feel? I'm assuming you felt the earthquake, right? There was a like a, a minor. I want to say minor, but I don't know. I mean, depending on how you felt it, uh, four point something in uh, in the Bay Area. Um, and it's kind of weird with all this weather situation going on. Uh, Jonathan's in the chat. Adam is in the chat. Tech Odyssey, of course. Uh, Aditya logging in twice just to give us the support on both, uh, you know, <laughs> Twitch and on YouTube. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Greg as well, of course, uh, hanging out with us. Rinesh. Uh, and I'm going a little bit back just to kind of get um, Umar, uh, Umar Aslam is, is in there as well. And some best of our week guy said sorry twice. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we say sorry all the time. Um Hope you guys are doing well. Oh, Vince, of course, is in there as well. And uh, so the short and short version of this is I didn't think I was going to be able to get the phone for another round till like much, much later. Um, surprisingly, the phone showed up yesterday. Okay. Literally yes, the day. <laughs> yep, and now here's my echo. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and, you know, for the most part, I already had an idea of what I wanted to do because um, if you guys watched the show, not the show, if you guys watched Juan's video, uh, you probably got a, a better understanding of what at least um, th- the thing that we've been working with, or at least uh, that we had to kind of deal with on our end from, you know, giving our, our views on the phone. Um, we had the device a little bit of time ago and the embargo to a certain point kept kind of moving back and forth. And then there was a lot of other content that was put out on the, on the Internet. And it felt like a weird situation jumping in with, hey, here's my impressions. You know what I mean? Right. Here's uh, my first impressions a month later. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And and with everybody kind of jumping in with um, practically, practically just reviews at the, you know, on that, on that event. So I felt like, you know, for me, I, I wanted to focus on something that I typically like to do. And specifically because of the 4k 120, I wanted to see how gaming was. Did there, did, was there improvement? Did we, do we get more, you know, than just the 90 frames? Cause I've played call of duty on many devices in the past. 90 frames literally was the best that I'm able to get. Anything above 90 hasn't really been achievable. And it seems like Xperia 5 Mark II and Xperia 1 Mark III are the only two that have that right now. And that's the ability of going to the 120 hertz refresh rate mm-hmm. with medium settings on, on the uh, on the video. Uh, I just realized, my friend, that you are here twice. Let me go ahead and Yeah, you can switch your... me over. Let's do that one. We'll bring you one. Hey, 
We got ones. Hey. Hold on, let, let me do it one more time. I am between two ones. No, wait. <laughs> between two ones. Ones. I I I I, I, I had to do it. I'll, I'll, uh, I, I, I had to do it even if it was just one second. So it's TK mark one. No, TK one mark one, two. No, that doesn't it's work. The, it's the one mark two. It's the one mark two. That's exactly. It's last year's edition of Mark one. Uh, stay with us next week. We'll have the one mark three, uh, you know, showing up. And he'll be on mobile, on desktop, and on the cloud. That's how we'll do yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hook them all up. I'll see how many phones we can run before StreamYard or my home internet totally craps out. Be great. <laughs> totally. Or before Spectrum gives you a call. Like, uh, I'm sorry, oh, sir. You're, sure. pu- you're pulling in way too much. That's just not doable. Not, not happening this week. Um, well, I, I figure with Spectrum's amazing 20 meg upload, I'm sure I can get tons of streams happening. It's, it's more than enough for 4K streams, man. Cheers, yeah. everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. It is Xperia week. Um, and it also actually is TCL week at the same time. Kind of a weird combination of weeks kind of to talk. But it was TCL. Uh, so, yes. I. <laughs> so, Juan and, and this I... This one we can show is like we still have it. It's great. Well, yeah, no. And I got the... Uh, I keep forgetting the color. So, I got the green color, the more... Pep, yeah, oh, the, I'm so jealous. This... Uh, come on, let's focus. Mine's, mine's uh, this more like gray. I don't know why Sony doesn't want to do it. And I was catching uh, the... Uh, Sony doesn't the, like it. It's too reflective. Reflection. Oh, here we are. So all of my B-roll shots look blue. It oh, is. It, it, it depends pretty... on... The, well, actually, in this one, um, it has a. It looks like it's more of a bluish tone, but it's really green. Like right there, you can get it more greenish tone. But like when you're holding it in your hand, it has a little bit of the hue, a blue hue into it. So it, it's very nice, very reflective. Uh, reminds me a lot of what we had last year with the TCL 10 Pro, where we had this, it was more of a, a frosted... Uh, mm-hmm. you know, gradient color. Uh, but you know what? I like it. I like the upgrades. I like what we did. They did, you know, bigger display. Uh, they focused on what was important. One of the only devices on the market in the U.S. market that has an IR blaster, and I don't think a lot of people even realize that it exists still. I mean, I know Xiaomi has it, and Xiaomi has it on all of their devices. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, yeah, it's like you don't really get a chance to appreciate having something like that. Um, yes. You know, again, uh, it, it, was, it was fun for... Uh like comparing TCL at $500 and Sony at like $1,300. Yep. Two of the most feature complete phones of their price brackets for 2021. Absolutely. And and it's uh, the, the detail and the the amount of focus of work that was done into each one of them. So uh, the the 10 pro last year offered us a a sneak peek. I feel like it was, it was a good start for us this Mm -hmm. year. I feel like they focused a little bit more. They gave us more of what we, what the consumers want. They stuck to the price point, which is something that is very good. They didn't go over. They didn't try to one up to try to go five ninety nine or anything higher. Four ninety nine is actually a reasonable price to go with for what they're offering a seven fifty G processor, gaming focused processor. Uh, it's a seven series, not a six series, so it's definitely an upgrade. Uh, we have wireless charging at fifteen watts, which is also very nice. It's something that mm-hmm. you know; those are premium features that you expect from a flagship. Um, mind you, I understand it's a mid it's a mid tier or a, a mid ranger processor. But the experience that you're getting here is like, and we saw this last year, the seven series from Qualcomm has outperformed many of the mid mid series chipsets that they've used in the past. And it runs so smooth that you really, it's hard to find a a reason for you to say this is. Yeah, it's punching slightly above CPU performance for an 845. It's falling Mm -hmm. just slightly before behind GPU performance on an an 845. Um, So it's kind of, it's kind of bookending a chipset that I feel is still 
not not only mainstream consumer powerful, but you got to kind of hunt to find apps that are going to make that chipset struggle. Absolutely. Um, again, it's 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 pretty fascinating. I mean, when when I pulled this out of the box, one of the, the immediate like first reactions I had is like this kind of feels like Velvet 2. It has it has a it's little bit of a velvet. So yes, similar the, in terms of the vibe, the, 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 the design, the cameras, yeah. the, the, the theater. So when I saw that I had those vibes of it, I didn't call it out in the video, but very much, very much a velvet. Um, and it's almost like they all, took a page from the velvet. Yeah, all the same features again, like oh, you cut a hundred dollars off of the price from the velvet last year and you kind of end up here mm -hmm. and then you just add an IR blaster. <laughs> you actually get one extra feature out of it. So that's the smart. recipe then. That's all you need. You take a, a hundred dollars. Take, take an LG, cut a hundred dollars off, love. add an IR blaster. Call you've it made the TCL twenty Pro and congratulations. It's a five ninety. It's a four hundred ninety nine dollar so, TCL. I, I sent that to Brad. And I was like, uh, Br Brad is one of our contacts at TCL. Yeah, absolutely. Our team. I was like, dude. I, so I was nerding out. I really yeah. was. And this is one of those, like, I really wish I had done an unboxing. I'm not a big fan of unboxings, but this first impression. I, I do I'm them very quickly messages. now. My unboxings are like 20 seconds now. <laughs> but I'm, I'm opening it up and I'm like, man, this is a really nice phone. And I turn on mm -hmm. the screen like, man, this is a really nice. I've got like four or five Twitter DMs with Brad just going like, this is like the love child of a OnePlus 8 and an LG Velvet, Velvet. But without the obnoxious camera bulge. And he's like, oh, that's great. I'm going to quote you on that. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, I mean, such nice hardware. And, and it was nice to hear that they are considering some of their software support that it's going to get two OS you, updates. Two OS updates. That's actually which is a technically very good... just one year of OS <laughs> updates. Technically. So if they hit 12 in about a couple of months, Technically, it'll hit 13, you're right, in about a year, roughly. Um, but if we get two full years of, of direct OTAs for security support, that's that's a bit better than what mm -hmm. our mid-ranger commitments were like last year. So I'd still call that progress. I, I think there was there was a little bit of um, there was a lot. There was some discussion about that last year, and I felt like this year they wanted to focus on that. So uh, and I think uh, one of the other things that specifically the, the headphones that you were mentioning, and I think the promotion is still mm -hmm. going on this week. For anybody that picks up the the uh, the pair of uh, the uh, I think this was the uh, the S this one that goes with the uh, the 20 Pro right because there was the 20 Pro and the 20 S and both were getting free pair of buds. Uh, the 20 Pro gets uh, that beautiful smile and those uh, that phone, but it doesn't. You don't get the one that that that's yeah, extra. Yeah. So so what I just did there is the wallpaper that you can't change on the phone. Yeah, that's pretty much how you get the phone with that wallpaper, and that's how you know. That's 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 how you know it's a 20 Pro because otherwise it's the 20s you'll get my face on it. That's that, the 20s. Yeah. I mean, so uh, the, really, the 20s is kind of the better buy if you think about it. So. I the 20. So here's the thing. Okay, so the 20s is about 250 bucks, right? But the 10 Pro from last year right now is 299 dollars. So it's 50 dollars more, and you're technically getting a slightly like I mean, it depends on how you slice it. it they're both six series processors. Mm -hmm. um, the camera setup on the 10 Pro is still pretty decent, so you're you're depending on what you're looking for. But I feel like the 20s is still a very decent experience for for what they're considering to be a mid ranger. To me, it's more of a budget friendly version because there's mm -hmm. actually even lower the 20 SE. Um, I, luckily, I was able to get my hands on all three of them actually. So that's what my I focused my video on Monday. I wanted to kind of knock it out by hitting all three 20, the 20 series, basically, you know, from, from what was it called? 189 all the way up to 499. And uh, what you get with different experiences and what you're getting, I mean, the 
the, the cheapest of the three has the biggest display. Yeah. So from content consumption, like larger battery, 5,000 milliampere. But that uh, makes perfect sense because, I mean, I feel like, again, okay, this is funny. Um, I kind of feel like that was one of the killer, the solid strategies for LG mm-hmm. was, you, you know, if you shopped an LG stylo on sale, you got this enormous screen with a humongous battery and like a, and a super low power chipset. Yeah, yeah. And, and that thing could, could stream movies like all day long it's, it's a constant so, consumption beast that's the beauty of it um, so i feel like tcl again kind of being known for consumer electronics and tvs and stuff that's the that's the right play is, it, it is. is putting a big old hunking screen on their cheapest phone so that like if you want to stream some netflix you're you're good to go you're absolutely no yeah it's it's a great i think the combination each one of them offers is very very specific experience and then we obviously have the the nxt vision um the glasses all I call, all I call them, like the, 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 so they announced them last week. I don't think anybody has them yet to be able to even review. Um, mm-hmm. I was excited to get the chance to see that they announced them, that this is actually going to be a product. It's no longer a demo or, you know, cause I, we've seen different variations of them at CES for years. It's not, it's not something new, but they finally finalized it. And I like the design. They actually minimized it even more than what I've seen in the past. So they're, they look to be very thin, very sleek. Um, and currently, or at least will be supporting the 20 Pro initially, and then, of course, other devices. So I'm looking forward to something that could augment the experience uh, of, you know, watching movies on a smartphone, which I feel like... Well, and, and um, again, it's it's TCL is a lifestyle electronics brand. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'll be interesting to see, what I'll be interested to see is how they handle... Um, like, for example, I, I don't know, did you try plugging the 20 Pro in? Because I couldn't get a video out. No, I was. So I tried connecting it as a yeah. I think uh, their their glasses. I mean, you think it's interesting. Like they're making an accessory. Mm-hmm. It's not immediately going to be uh, functional with yeah. their main line of phones, but they they don't consider themselves a phone first company. So they're making an accessory that's going to be accessible to any other premium phone out there. It's probably going to be able to plug into other computing devices. I, I really want to try and see if I can hook it up with like a Nook, you know, like a little a little small form factor PC. A portable form factor PC with a USB-C I, connection. You hook the it up first thing then... I'm going to try and do is hook it up to like Screen Plus or Dex mm-hmm. and just imagine like your workspace you know, like instead of having to lug one of these like 15 inch portable monitors, mm-hmm. a little Bluetooth, a mouse and a pair of glasses. And there I can like dock Netflix to like one quarter of my screen and pull up a spreadsheet, start writing underneath and have like this huge canvas to work on. Like how incredible that would be for mobile productivity. You're going to look kind of like a dork. if you Oh, absolutely. Oh, like, yeah. No, no. I, I think you've yeah, game. This, like, you're 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 way beyond Dorkville. I think you're pretty much in nerd, <laughs> a nerd town at this point. Uh, yeah, like, like a cafe at a Barnes and Noble, and someone runs <laughs> off with my backpack, and I just don't even care because I'm plugged no in the deck. It's like, it's like Johnny Mnemonic, but yeah. way. Way, way less cool. Way <laughs> okay. <laughs> no Keanu. No, no, no cool look. No hard drive sticking. No cables hanging out from the back <laughs> right. of your head. We get it. it I need an upgrade. I need like an extra gigabyte uh, of storage. Like, are you going to be able to handle all that data? It's not meant for that much. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. It, it's one of those. Uh, it's. Whoa. I see Andrew Wallace is in the chat. Mr. Fat Produce, the man. Gabrielletta. 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 Gabaletta. Gabaletta uh, is in there as well. Hey, man. Um, 
it was a very nice surprise. So I would say this much. I just, I didn't have enough, in, I did not have enough time with the 20 Pro to, to put out a video that I felt was um, worthy of the device. That's primarily what I kind of wanted to touch on. So I felt like- it's such good hardware. Yeah, it's no, no, I, absolutely. And I, I'm happy that we finally got a chance to see it in the US. I know we were somewhat of the last market, you know, like the last fl frontier, if there, if there was a- uh, <laughs> anything we can borrow from Star Trek. Um, it, it is definitely one of the nicest things to see that it is coming to the U.S. And it's similarly on the Xperia. Uh, we we learned more about, obviously, when the Xperia 1 Mark III is going to be showing up in the US, on U.S. shores. Uh, and I was a little bit surprised, at least the way it came out. But I, I think was definitely very pleased with the TCL 20 Pro. So hopefully mm -hmm. that'll be one of my working uh, projects for next week. Um, as soon as I'm done putting out a couple of videos on uh, the uh, Xperia 1 Mark 2, Mark 3. Mark, I was like, yeah, we'll bring it back to Mark 2. Uh, I, I want to focus a little bit more on it since I have it for literally four more days. Uh, I haven't I done one things. for, I, I haven't done one of these showdowns for a while, but um, I'm going to be probably early next week mm -hmm. publishing my worthy of a one year upgrade. Yeah. So wow. Is, is the Mark 3 going to be worth it to flip? a mark two if you already have a mark two so hopefully that'll be out tuesday peace and i'll uh, i'll feed off of that and i'll build it up onto my side because uh, i'm i'm not working on i'm more focusing on the like the specific features about the mark three like focusing like i did the gaming review i want to do the camera on its own and i also then i want to wrap it up kind of a thing uh an experience because i feel like there there's different layers to the Xperia one mark three it's not it's not a single trick pony kind of thing you have to kind of look at it it doesn't just do one thing. It's not just the display. The display is a big factor. It's a big, big plus in it. But there's so many more things in the background that are done, the optimizations, uh, the ability of using it as an external monitor. I think it's still a big factor that I think a lot of people don't realize. It's a portable 4K, now 120 hertz refresh rate monitor for your camera. So if your camera support 4K 120 output, baby, you just got a monitor to match it. That's well, just... And I still don't feel it's going to get enough credit because it's not no. just 4K 120. It's 4K overdriven. It's overdriven. 4K 240 it is. with it black is. frame insertion to read further reduce at 240, hertz, at 240 hertz. Yes, to exactly. get 120 hertz. I, again, it, it, th that, is, that is the kind of tactical display settings. Like I remember when Aorus came mm -hmm. out with their first tactical gaming monitor. And it was a really big deal that their aim assist was doing. Um, I believe it was 240. Oh, um, so so again, it was a 240 hertz monitor, but not really. But it was mm. like, like if it if it wasn't three to one, it might have been you know sort of one to one black frame insertion. And what what that did for gameplay? I mean, it was shocking. You, you don't you wouldn't think that like the aim assist would mm -hmm. make that big of a difference. And it was like I went from having like completely like unholdable hands in this game to like having like razor sharp precision for person sugar um, you're knocking, reticle, you're knocking people eye. yeah yeah no, no I mean, I, just, I, and and so we saw the the first glimpse of this on the xperia 5 mark ii and there there's a version of that like the 90 hertz mode on the one mark ii is mm -hmm. it's not really 90 hertz it's really 45 with this this motion blur trick it, but, it is um, but the the thing is that it never you were never able to, capable of using any of those uh, any that ninety hertz refresh rate in any of the games. What, well, it, it wasn't really system, ninety hertz. That's no, no. That's it. what I'm trying to say. It 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 wasn't really 
usable in the, at least from my point of view, when I was referring to it in the video, minus my side is, uh, it's 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 a great way to upscale 4K 60, but it, or you know 4K 45, but it wasn't tangible in any other aspects of the yeah. uh, of the experience. So that, that's why I felt like it, it basically made your app door app drawer a little crisper. But that was about it. Now now I mean there's no there's no pretense. There's there's no no, no now yeah it's, it, it, it's, it's crystal. It's, it, it's it's uh it's locked on and good to go. So and, and it's not variable. That's one thing I, I I realized at the beginning when they announced it. I was I was wondering because they didn't really specify too much. I felt like is it variable? Are they going to be doing what so you know what Samsung does, where it's like down to one one hertz and going all the way? No, it's literally one twenty or sixty, and you're locked in into that mode. And uh, the UI elements because I was testing it with GameBench uh, just to see how the frame rates were mm-hmm. were holding up. And nope, seriously, everything was running. Yeah. It, smooth buttery smooth fluid um and it feels different that's the weird thing like when i'm holding it and i'm using it i'm using the xperia one mark ii i see the difference like it's it's a very noticeable jump because you're going mm-hmm. from 60 to 120 not 90 to 120 so um a lot of times people will, will upgrade from like a 90 to 120 and they're like i don't really notice a big difference well because 16 to 90 is a much bigger jump than it is a 90 to 120 from a uh, kind of like a jarring effect of how you notice the difference in, you know, the the motion blur, how how smooth the, the animation is going, and how fast you're able to scroll without getting that tearing. That the images don't necessarily, um, you know, pixelate faster. Let's make a better way to say that. Right. I, it's ridiculous. We're getting to have these conversations about phone screens. Yeah. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. And and we're now at a pixel pitch. And I I'm repeating myself from my video, but we're at a pixel pitch now where. There's not really anywhere left to go. The um, the, the, the image resolving capability of the human eye mm-hmm. at its minimum focusing distance, if you have better than 2020 vision, is pretty close to the resolution on this display. And and so now I kind of feel like we're good. We're done. So, like, so should, you want a premium, go home? A, a, a premium expensive? Yeah, I mean, like, all, <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I, 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 so, but if you want an expensive phone, we shouldn't be having these quibbles with like, well, is 1080p good enough on a phone that starts at 9.99? Like, n- no, don't, don't do that. I mean, at least, at least try and land some quad HD action, but you could just go to the max. This is the maximum. It, it really will not get better for the human eye's ability to discern individual pixels in any viewing condition. Probably even if you're using some kind of magnification, like say you've got really strong bifocals and you're yep. trying to blow up that image, you're, you're probably not going to be able to beat this screen. The and then density, you yeah. go and take it to this ridiculous, just like over the top, version of a high refresh rate um uh motion blur reduction mode yep i, I mean again it, it's it's disappointing how many pieces of commentary i've seen on the phone that glaze over these things because iphones and galaxies don't have them you know again you can always say, well it's not on an iphone it must not be worth it it's a gimmick um but it has been really interesting seeing you know like some of the early reactions on the Sony Xperia subreddit, mm-hmm. people really excited to get their pre-orders in. I didn't spend a lot of time on our Android, but what little time I was scouting through, like the reactions seemed pretty positive. Like wow. Sony is 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 kind of in an underdog position, and people are I think tired of techies punching down. 
well, on yeah. smaller brands. But not only because they, when you're upselling something that compromises, this is the, the weird situation where we're getting served re- left and right compromises, experiences that are more experience and more expensive, but yet less featureful than what they were before. So when you lose things on a smartphone as opposed to gain things every year, but yet you're expected to pay more for it. We lose it. We use, uh, you know, we lost the SD card and now we're expected to pay more to get more storage so we can compensate for the feature that the company took away from us in the first place. Aren't you so excited that Apple invented lossless audio finally? I was actually very happy. I, I wanted no to, thank way them. to listen to it no. on an iPhone. No, it didn't. Ex- it did not exist, Juan. It did not exist. No, Apple now that Apple invent has it invented yet. it, they it's, have invented yeah. something so technologically advanced that their phones cannot yeah. use Handled. it, I'm, or their headphones. That's this how, is even but, worse. That's how amazing it, Apple uh, uh, Apple R and D is. That's I how think, how inventive they are. They invented something that their own products can't even use. And and you have to get the new headphones that they're going to be selling for you to be able to start appreciating some of that tech. It, could it's, Jesus uh, microwave a burrito so hot that he himself could not eat it? That's Apple. <laughs> that's Apple. That's, uh, that's that's one way to shoot yourself in the you know in the foot on that one. El <laughs> <laughs> uh, face falling on the floor. He's like, stop it! Oh stop no! Everyone. Apple invented audio. Yes, Apple. I kind of feels anything. like that Simpsons joke. It's like, stop it! Stop! stop he's it. dead already. <laughs> he's on the floor. He can't take it anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> no, it is. It is very. It, it's refreshing. This is the thing about it. When you get a Sony, and and I realize the. It, I'm not trying to say there's a hype around. It is true. Sony started with the Xperia one, and I think the Xperia one was to start with a very capable, a very um, like groundbreaking device, 4K panel on a smartphone that it had its challenges. I'm not going to say it was a perfect device, but it was a great start. Mm-hmm. Bring in Mark II at the, the dramatic one. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it just went in a separate direction, fixes all the problems of the first one, brings in better features uh, at 4K with the upscaling on it, but the headphone jack, bringing back features. This is the weird thing, bringing back features that used to exist. Uh, you know, wireless charging, uh, the 21 by nine aspect ratio with a much more sleek design, more, uh, you know, uh, sharper edges, not necessarily more rounded like the one. And then a year later, they do it again. They bring in even more awesomeness to the display. You know, as you can say, they're basically reaching the, the pinnacle of what they're able to provide us on a display right now and something that we can appreciate at that level but then they did something else also with the camera system that's something that we haven't seen either uh, also from any manufacturer giving us two separate independent focal lengths on a telephoto lens using movable lenses yeah so so i I appreciate what they're doing there and i think optically they're on the right track This, this this is an area where i feel like if they can't if if they can't polish up the software, I they would expect them. that this is a an improvement for next year. Um, like Sony, step one for step two next year. Well, well, so so the actual focal length um, image quality is great, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is one area where Sony's authenticity for camera hardware is just a step behind the consumery aspect of telephoto uh, pixel binning and mm-hmm. image cropping. Um, if, if you, if you go to the actual physical focal lengths, image mm-hmm. quality is great. It is very good. Yeah. Um, without, without 
trying to shape, change it from one. But they're Sony basically the Zoom rings. Yeah. But Sony doesn't play that trick with cropping and then blowing up an image and then adding a ton of resolution that wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. So their algorithms for expanding an image or trying to bring back detail, um, I, I would say is probably even a step behind a OnePlus. Okay. So when you go to a OnePlus 9 Pro and you go to the farthest end of the digital crop zoom from that tiny little telephoto sensor, I think you still end up with a slightly better telephoto image than if you try to go to the max zoom on, on the Xperia 1 Mark III. What? If, you, if you match the image to the actual focal length, so if I only zoom in on the OnePlus 9 Pro to match the focal length of the far end of mm-hmm. the optical zoom, on the yeah. Sony, Sony wins. Like the 107, yeah. Yeah, the 105. So the if 105. I go beyond that, though, um, the OnePlus AI enhanced image processing, blah, 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 blah. Enhanced, and then also, I, I feel like a lot of people might feel a bit disappointed if they try to use the telephoto in poor light. Because oh, Sony yeah, will yeah. not do Low the, light the is, trick. Uh, of yeah. switching you to your main sensor. If you flip to the telephoto, you're Sony's going to say, you know what you're doing, as opposed to an iPhone where the iPhone will flip you back, sneakily switch you back to the main it's, sensor it, it, and it's, then crop it's that called image. Night mode. It is called night mode. Just learn the terms, Juan. It's called night mode. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Filmic had to pull support for the iPhone telephoto because Apple would not give up the control of what actually creates the better image and everyone gets all hyped up about having three sensors on the back of their you need three sensors i mean look at the lg v60 what a fail it didn't have a telephoto sensor that's not what you're using (laughs) you 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 don't use the telephoto if it gets into more light yeah the the iphone moves you back to the main sensor and just crops back in. Yeah. So um, that that is another thing. Like I was taking a shot with the Xperia 1 Mark III and I was in my living room and it was kind of dark. It was mm-hmm. it was just like that dusk light. You know, we just kind of had some light coming in um, from one window. And these photos look not great. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's really using the telephoto sensor. I'm used to the phone, like, just thinking for me and switching back. It's, it it's yeah. kind of crazy. I think, well, we saw that too last time when we when you were doing the blind uh, image test. Remember last year when you were doing that with the Xperia and the Pixel? And I think a lot of people oh. didn't weren't able to pick up on it. I mean, I think that's, I take it back. A lot of people were able to pick out which one was the Pixel, but I realized, I think- Almost my, uh, no one did. Yeah, Almost uh, no one got that 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 lineup right. Yeah, it was it. It is definitely something that they need to work on. So I'm I'm not saying that's obviously the best camera, but the improvements have been. I think for me at least this year, the simplicity of the camera app at least, although although technically still present in three different apps, in one of them being because they, they left the three icons right. Even though it's two apps, they left the icon for the the default one because that's how you get in the basic. Um, but I, I like the fact that we have a, a more unison uh, UI element. You can jump from basic to uh, camera pro by literally just hitting the basic and switching modes, as opposed to mm-hmm. having to close the app and going on and opening another app. Um, Cinema Pro, of course, has all of the bells and whistles that we had before, which is definitely very nice, 4K 120. Um, I had the opportunity to take the, uh, the Mark III with me to Magic Mountain a couple of weeks. Well, nice. the first time I had it with me where there's a lot of colors. So... My camera review <laughs> may have a lot of samples uh, from Magic Mountain from a very hot day and a very sunny day. Uh, but 
trying to take roller co- a video of roller coasters zooming by you at 4K 120, that's the way to do it. You want that quality. You want that crisp images. And, and, and again, like, well, Samsung cameras are obviously superior. And like, not if you like shooting amazing see. slow motion. It is. It is. Um, it's, it's crazy good. In, in which case, it's OnePlus and Sony rocking my socks with 4K 120. 120. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, it's not even close. You know, I went back and, and, you know, I was looking through on the S21 Mm -hmm. and you're shooting like 240 frame per second, 1080p at stupid low bit rates. And the phone is screaming hot. It's like, like uncomfortable to hold. It's running so hot. I'm in bright daylight. It's like 75 or 80 degrees out. And the, it was, the it was a warm, get, yeah, we had some hard days coming up. We had a few. I mean, they, they, it wasn't as hot as we're going for the summer, no, yeah. um, but but it was warm. And and again, this this is not great shooting conditions. The screen is cranking super bright. The chipset's mm-hmm. running as hard as it can. I had a SIM card in there. Everything's cooking on this phone. And you get the footage, and it's kind of just pixelated garbage. Slow motion is not a novelty anymore when the image fidelity is so low. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like I point a Sony at some. Uh, what what is I mean the little purple flowers I forget what it's not lilac I forget what grows out here naturally, um, but bees are flying around, oh, yeah, in 4K, and I can do a one quarter slow mo like cake. Like you can even stretch it to a one fifth slow mo if you do 24. Uh, if you finish your project in 24P, you can kind of fudge it a little bit. Yeah, and and the image is. St- Stunning. I mean, focusing on it is ridiculous. Yeah, and with the and it's bees. You know, yeah. like the phone is doing all the work for me, tracking some bees. So I don't even need to worry about that. Um, again, it, like you have to be a real lazy techie tryhard to not appreciate just how ridiculous it is that a phone is spitting out that kind of that kind of image that kind of video and and it's and again it's super frustrating because it's someone with like youtube channel with two extra zeros at the end of their subscriber count than what i have but I, i'm glad to see that there there does seem to have been some pushback mm-hmm. you know before western reviewers got their hands on this phone we saw a lot of those early you know first impressions videos camera deep dives mm-hmm. like the day before our embargo was up did you see that teardown like someone no. did a full component teardown of the <laughs> Mark III. I'm like, I can't even get my first impressions out. And people are already it. demolishing the phone. Great. Even J- Jerry Rig got out. Got, got out. Got, got out. Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you know the the narrative was already crafted. The phone is selling like game like gangbusters, gangbusters in China. Yeah. It's exactly. I think the first batch is already sold out in Japan. Mm-hmm. We're waiting on a first batch to hit in. August and something tells me that the small quantity that they're going to send to the United States is going to evaporate. This oh, is a absolutely. phone that is not going to lose value like a Samsung. No, it's, and, it's going to retain value really well. You've got to be kind of not good at tech to walk away from that experience and go, it's just not good enough. You should like save a couple hundred dollars and just get like a Galaxy and be less stupid. satisfied with the phone. Because it, well, because the Galaxy is cheaper. But if you compare the Xperia One Mark III to the original price of the Galaxy S twenty one Ultra with two hundred and fifty six gigs of internal storage, because that was the that was the one you had to pay pay for, you'd be right there in the same game. So it, the reality is, 
you know, Samsung had to lower their prices because they realized people weren't buying into it. And now uh, it's just like it's a catch up game, kind of like, you know, yeah. why why keep pushing the same narrative where well, and, just and to feed an SEO, why, just to feed from, an SEO. This is purely from, a marketing kind of a thing. Yeah, it's, it's all for their benefit in YouTube viewership that they know their biggest chunks of audience are coming from Apple and Samsung fans. So you sit there and you act like the phone is so prohibitively expensive because you can always move the goalposts. Yeah. Well, I mean, an iPhone 12 Pro starts at $999. Exactly. So, I mean, an not- iPhone, you can get an iPhone for 1000 Why would you spend 1300 on this Xperia 1 Mark III? But well, you're not comparing phones with similar camera sensors. You're not comparing no. phones with you're, you're you know, comparing similar the storage. You're, exactly. All you're doing is starting at a base model iPhone 12 Pro, which has one of those smaller camera sensors, not similar one of sensors, the larger I think. Yeah. camera sensors. Um, yeah, again, it, it's, it's, it's this lazy, convenient way to move the goalposts around in a way that I feel really, again, it's, it's for their short-term benefit. But in the long term, it does a huge disservice to the techie community because increasingly, that's what's going to turn off a lot of enthusiast consumers. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. If someone who who has eyes on an Xperia is is sh- sh- shopping specifically. They they oh, you know, they, they know they what they're getting. Yeah, no, no, they, they land they on an Xperia. <laughs> well, I mean, but the, the other thing that I noticed, okay, so this year we get two colors, right? We finally get a multiple a selection of colors as opposed to one color. I'm not knocking it. I love the fact, but I think we've been lacking a variety of customs, especially some of their really good colors. So purple is finally purple coming. So Glacier yeah. Purple is coming to the US, uh, exclusive though to Sony's website. So here's the thing. So you're you're going to be able to find the Xperia 1 Mark III at, at other retailers, but the, and I'm assuming Amazon at some point, I don't know if it is there yet, but at least for now. there's a pre-order page on Amazon, but I don't know that you can get the other color. No, no. So that that's what I found out is uh, the uh, the purple one is purely an experience. Sorry, a Sony website exclusive, uh, which is I think it's a smart way to do it because they realize that a lot of people want that would want that color. It's a very unique. Um, it's done really good. I love the glacier, uh, the frosty uh, look that they gave us on the phone. Nothing against the mirror finish that we had last year for taking those beautiful it's selfies. Better, though. It, I mean, it just- is. Just better. It frosted, is. Frosted, it, frosted. And you're like, you know what? Same thing. Yeah, I've got my TCL 20 Pro here. I can yeah. pretend it's kind of, you know, Xperia adjacent because th- this is better. It, this it is. is nicer. Yes. Um, and it also <laughs> makes it so that I don't have to keep wiping my phone every two seconds. There's a reason why I have a case on the Xperia 1 Mach 2. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I like the the aesthetics of what they've done with the, with the frosted look. And of course, the purple is going to be coming. But it's the uh, they did the other combination. They always do this, right? They always give you if you if you just factor the the money though from the pre order side, you're getting the uh, the 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 XM threes. So they didn't go with the XM fours. I was really hoping for the XM fours. We got the XM threes, which is still up a good pair of uh, earbuds. Um, and then they also go with forty three thousand, not forty three hundred, forty three thousand CP points inside of Call of Duty Mobile. So if you're a fan and you love to play Call of Duty and you wanted to just go all out, the 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 amount of credit that you're getting out of this value-wise is more than 50% of the value of the phone. That's how crazy we're talking about the, the, the free stuff that you're getting for pre-ordering it. So the reality is at the end of the day, they're really sweetening the spot. I, I Now, some may say, well, like, why do you want to get the XM3s and so on? Because you want to appreciate the music. You want to appreciate what you're getting and you want to appreciate what you're using. 
there's a big collaboration with uh, with Call of Duty. And I think that was my biggest thing that I felt bad with the initial time that I spent with it. I wasn't able mm-hmm. to experience it to its fullest. Um, and, I told, and, I, and I talked to our contact and I said, hey, you know, is there something that I'm missing? Is there a feature or a button that I forgot to click or something? Because I'm getting 60 FPS on this game and I know it should be doing more. Like OnePlus does 90. And, you know, and mm-hmm. OnePlus does, you know, so, and um, they didn't know, they didn't have any answers. And, and sure enough, it was a, it was a optimization. It wasn't, it was so early <laughs> on the, on the, on the timing. It wasn't available anywhere that uh, Call of Duty just didn't know to turn it on. So now that it's out in China, it's, they turned it on and sure enough. So, um, I, I was very, very much surprised to the smoothness, the graphics, the touch response. The response is so on point. It's yeah. crazy. And even though it does warm up a little bit, so that, that is still there, and I, and I kind of cover it in the video, there's no question that the 888 is a little bit of a warm. It's a warm processor. There's not much we it, can do about. Oh, so I mean, like, I, I was doing my undead horde stress test, and the phone was hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I got close to, like, close to almost 120. So there's there's kind of no way around it when it comes to um, thermals this year's this year's chipset this year's thermals are going to be very difficult to control. Although when this, when I was this is my solution, I found it. Get your hands off the Ray. phone, Juan. You're holding the phone the wrong way. Just get your controller. I, so what what do you mean? I was hold on uh, back over here. This this is how you're supposed to use it, man. No, it's not. Basically, no, now, now I know who the real Sony fan is because no, this. No, yeah, that's the. Yeah, this is how you're supposed to. This is how we do full. it. This is how we do it. My, I've got, I've got a, a Sony controller laying around. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, no, no, I, I'm with you. I mean, yeah, the DualShock controller obviously is the way to go for the win. Uh, what I meant to say, obviously, is the spirit of what I was trying to say is alive here. Is I feel like controllers is the reality, the best way to play games when you're playing, especially games for an extended amount of time. Temperatures will get warm, but you understand that the reason why the temperatures are going up is because the phone is dissipating the heat. So the thing that yeah. you want to look for when you get a phone that does warm up a little bit is how does it perform for an extended amount of time when the, the, when sure. the thermals are a little bit up? And honestly, you know, for like 30, 40, uh, I, like my PUBG sessions typically go for about 30 to 40 minutes. Generally, that's how long my matches in PUBG go. Um, Call of Duty, not so much. Call of Duty is more like get in, get out kind of thing. They're usually about five, right. six minutes. So you're playing multiple sessions, and then there's always kind of like a, uh, um, I would say basically a, a, a full load on the on the system, and then a release a little bit when you're playing uh, with the game in, and basically waiting to go into the next mm-hmm. match. Where PUBG, you're consistently in the game. You're jumping, you're moving. There's a lot of elements yep. moving on. So I, I, what I got to say, though, is that I feel like Sony is handling this just a little bit more gracefully than Samsung or Xiaomi. Um, yeah. Well, and also not as deliberately as OnePlus. So for games that activate, it, it goes into 120 hertz mm-hmm. and it does it very effectively. And especially like a, a, a better optimized, lower power game. I love Dead Cells. I just... Yeah. I'll run a couple a couple maps on Dead Cells and just jam on that. Like that's one of my favorite. I got five minutes. I can jump around and whip some stuff for a bit, and that's cool. And I'm satisfied with that. Yep. Um, when I did my run on Undead Horde, um, there is no GPU limiter like on the One Plus. On the play, yes, like, no One Plus hard caps at sixty. Oh, sixty. Yeah, um, yeah. Cool. It, it, it's like it's very specific about what games are whitelisted. Mm-hmm. to go above 60 hertz and so i mean almost every single game i play hard limit i mean just like it locks it in at 60 and i feel it does that because whenever it spikes higher 
-hmm. GPU runs hotter and then it's going to thermal throttle and then you get those swings. And that's what Samsung and Xiaomi do. Mm -hmm. Samsung and Xiaomi let the GPUs go. And so for moments in Undead Horde, I'm getting this incredible like 90 frames per second. And then a couple seconds later, it craters and becomes a slideshow at like 15 to 20. (laughs) And so at some point, the Xperia 1 Mark III figured that out, though. Because, like I said, there is no OnePlus-style GPU limiter. No. It's it's way more adaptable. And so I'm playing Undead Horde, and at some point, and I want to say it was about five minutes into gameplay, I can see some big spikes. Like, I started getting, like, 80 frames per second. Then it would kind of drop. I'd put a whole bunch of units on the screen. It would, it would like, spike up, then drop. It never really fell below 40. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of found 55. I mean, and it was like it was like the speed limit, and then it just hung there, and it just stayed. I mean, like uh, the graph still shows from spikes for when you're in dialogue sequences and when you're mm-hmm. doing unit selection. It, that obviously messes with the frame rate. Yeah, um, but actual gameplay up. was like buttery smooth after about five minutes of the phone trying to figure that out. I don't know that the phone is really that smart, or if it just kind of found some homogeneous thermal zone where the phone kind of just kept it, kept the, uh, the you know, kind of kept the pedal pegged at well, 55. It, it, it realized it was, that it was it was, it was, it was capable of providing that 55 without necessarily pushing it too high where it, drip, it dipped down or letting it run too cool and it get it basically all the way up. So it, maybe it's a normalize. It could also be normalizing uh, the, the actual frame rate. But I think it, for me with, with Call of Duty or at least with, uh, with PUBG, I was able to get as consistent. I mean, with a, within a variable plus one, maybe plus two frames, sixty frames per second, solid on PUBG. And I'm talking about best resolution on everything. I'm not talking low end. So with with Call of Duty to get the 120, you do need to drop the resolution. That's the one thing that I felt like. Mm-hmm. Where typically what we get with gamers is you drop the 1080, you get the higher refresh rate. Now this isn't dropping the resolution of the display. It's not dropping the re- the responsiveness. It's just the quality, the resolution of the graphics and the outer fields and so on. So you're to get faster refresh rate. They're basically saying, look, we're going to drop a little bit the resolution, go down to medium, not to low. Uh, but if you want to go run it on regular, like full everything, you know, you're still right. getting a really decent 60 frames per second experience on Call of Duty, which I felt like was still very capable. Uh, you know, I knew they could do more, uh, but it's the consistent uh, consistency of the frame rate for an extended amount of time without getting a dip. That's what I appreciate about it. And I looked at the graphs when I started looking at the medium, and how mm-hmm. the, the, the graphs were doing. It did get hot. But it was still able, but it was able to maintain the performance. I wasn't getting to the point where I felt like it was a choppy experience where I had to stop. And and again, um, so I I still feel I said this in my video, um, Mm -hmm. battery longevity. If you're using HS power control, I feel the current power profile, because again, it's got a balance. Like how much are we going to charge the battery to to keep the battery kind of hovering yeah. So let's say your battery was at 70%. You plug it in, you start playing a game. Ideally, HS power control should keep you floating around 70%. Mm-hmm. On the One Mark II, most of my games, it would kind of trickle charge up for longer. Very like, little. Yeah, yeah, it was minor, but it was yeah much slower than usual. What the, the, for most of my games on the One Mark III, it would trickle deplete. So if I had been running off the battery, the phone would have drained much, much faster. While I was plugged in, it was still draining just much, much slower. Um, So I feel like, again, and again, so what I'm talking about an experience from 
you know, middle of May. Mm -hmm. And and I'm sure that once consumers really start getting their hands on the phone, the software they're going to be using is not going to be what I was using. No, back no, no. I, and I can um, and I can say that even with just getting it now at the end of June, it's already a bit already you different. See some of the, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you could see some of the optimizations. And um, I think the units, even back in May, they were getting updates and there was initially like a delay getting them, getting them to us because mm-hmm. they were trying to make sure they had a certain specific version of the software. So, yeah. Um, and especially so some of the bigger YouTubers got more recent software than we did for our first, for our first round. Um, we do have a question know, here yeah. in the chat. Um, uh, Jeff is asking uh, your, your thoughts on a, on a controller for, uh, for COD mobile. Um, I don't really play COD mobile, but my first recommendation is always the uh, steel series, the duo. The duo. Oh, I've got it over here. Hold on. Yeah, no. Uh, so Kishi doesn't have a, a profile directly for Call of Duty. You'd need to map it on your own. And I think the reality, I, I personally, so it depends on the, the function. Yes. So for me, a standard controller, I feel like the, the standard joystick or the standard Xbox style, uh, DualShock style controllers will always be better. Um, I just, I like Kishi because of the, the, the simplicity of how it just fits, right? Like the form factor is a little bit more portable. But Juan already sold us on. He's he's already moved on on that one. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm winning the game right now. So the only thing I, I have an issue with the side the side attachment, yeah, is that I game with headphones. So that's the thing. Yes, headphones is you you lose the headphones and, and you don't have a way tells of. Me, Jeff might have some nice headphones. He might want to use. I'm just saying. <laughs> I I don't know Jeff. Does he do headphones? Does does he? I, don't know. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy who you would maybe want to chat. Like I don't know. What do you think Something of these headphones? Like plugs in some headphones, you know. <laughs> no, I, I I I definitely yes. So that would be my only thing about it. And you cannot use USB C headphones um, to be able to, at the same time as you're trying to charge it because it does have a USB C port. But yeah. yes, it blocks a, any kind of functional option. Of yeah, it's, using not, the, it's not data pass through. It's just power pass. It's power pass through right. purely just for, and it's not fast charging. So uh, what I would probably say is uh, it depends on what you're trying to do. But the reality at the end of the day, it's uh, controllers are always functional, especially with devices. And, and I say this with devices that are not 29 by nine aspect ratio. I mean, not everybody, we're seeing this obviously a big shifts toward it, but for devices, it, you know, when you're playing with a phone and your hands are blocking a good portion of the right and left side of the display, and all you're getting is that middle area, you truly appreciate a 21 by nine aspect ratio phone in that because you see that you have, it's so much easier to play because it's so much wider. Your fingers are not in the middle of your shot. <laughs> you know, they, your enemy can't run between you know behind your thumb. Sorry, I'm pulling on this hard. I'm not used to playing with it. It's just it's so hot in the house right now. Uh, I'm trying to cool it down, but I can't use the the over the head. They now, warm are up you so pulling cool. your audio? Because I think what I'm hearing is the beard scratch on the mic on that headset. Oh, wait. Do you think this is pulling audio from this? No way. Yeah. You just touched it. Your audio has been from the headset mic. This I whole... knew it. I sent you a private chat like Hold on 20 minutes ago. Do I still sound the same? <laughs> I mean, uh, you, still sound, you still sound fine. It sounds fine. But I've been hearing. It's the ASMR session, my friend. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's let's fix this, mother. I called oh, it. <laughs> okay. See, this is what happened when I changed my thing. Default. Yes. Oh, no worries, Dang man. It. I mean, considering my goof at the beginning of our podcast, I feel that one was way more minor. <laughs> okay. uh, 
let's 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 go back to the standard oh there's the tk dulcet tones that i know and love so so Uh, the the only reason why i i front sorry i I missed that message Sorry. No worries. The only reason, uh, one of the main reasons why I front Steel Series, yeah, I am a snob for being able to like plug in cables and headphones and stuff. Yeah, but that this also has um, a dedicated USB puck for PCs. So oh, that's right. Go, yes, yes, you can plug it you into can the do PC. Wireless connection. You can do Bluetooth. Obviously, you're probably not going to want to use Bluetooth um, if you can help it. Um, but you well, can depends go on the game. Mario yeah, I mean, style type of game, slower paced games. Stuff are able. Can, can yeah. be kind of fun, but mm-hmm. you can either go cabled, you can go Bluetooth, or you can go with the dedicated. Um, it's a two point four gig wireless adapter. So I like flipping this back and forth between my mobile devices, and then mm-hmm. I also hook this up to the PC that's behind my TV. So oh. if I want to play something kind of, oh, your Nook, yeah. I throw it to my Nook. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I like, I like the style. Like I said, controllers are always a plus. Um, I, if, if I, if I have to, if I can, if I can, or if I can help it, I always love to have a keyboard and mouse, even on like Xbox or PlayStation, or even on the, on the Switch. Like GameSir makes a great uh, keyboard and mouse adaptment uh, that you're able to use as a controller for the Switch, even the Xbox and the PlayStation Three, right? It's mm-hmm. PlayStation Four. I don't know if it works with the PlayStation Five yet. I, I got to test that part out. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I know we kind of extended it into, uh, you know, the, the games are makes really good controllers as well. I've, I've used them for quite some time. Um, the other thing I, I realized, one of the other videos that you posted this week, is, now you beat me to this cause I didn't get a chance to put it out. I was scrambling with the Xperia, um, the pixel buds a, which I wanted to kind of push out yeah. this week as well. Cause I felt like, you, you know, it's such an easy recommendation for me. Like if I have to recommend a pair of headphones, mm-hmm. It's so easy to recommend. There's, it's so simple. Like you, if you try them, you will love them. It's one of those recommendations. Um, you know, it may not be the best to hear, you know, earbuds that you can find on the market right now, but I feel like the co- the combination of sub quality integration with the assistant, sub one hundred or about a hundred dollars at a price point, makes them very hard not to recommend and to like make sure that you can enjoy them. Um, and seriously, dude, the connectivity is so much better. So much better. I walked all the way to the other side of the house in the house. I left the phone here, went all the way to the front upstairs, and I was still connected. Yeah. It was just like they said that they improved not just the connectivity between the buds, but the actual range, like the transmission power. Like that actually was tangible. Like there have been so many times where Bluetooth companies are like, yeah, well, we, we, uh, you can, you can get like, uh, 40 feet out of them versus 30 feet. Like I, functionally i can't really tell a difference it, it's bluetooth uh, i can go downstairs maybe and they start to cut out cool yeah i can go my whole house yeah like upstairs it, downstairs kitchen like it's bad because like i end up leaving my phone in weird places and like i know that it's around here somewhere i can still hear the audio um yeah, yeah, but yeah. but it really is improved i i do feel i still do feel and and this isn't like the deal breaker. Oh my gosh, this is such a, a critical um, concern. But I was not prepared for the tuning. The tuning is me tuning. Um, yeah, you. A lot of. Pe- I really think a lot of people are gonna feel like that's a little light or a little hollow or not as satisfying. The bass bump helps. Mm-hmm. Um, the the bass EQ definitely helps. But I'm I am a little concerned. I actually think they might have gone just a touch too lean with the out of the box tuning. And what tuning. I'd love for them to do is give us just maybe like a quartet of profiles. I that's, start I, with something just a little juicier, 
Mm-hmm. Don't go full smiley face or deep V. Don't don't do that to me. But but give me a little bit of a lift, like halfway yep. on their bass boost tune. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see them give me like a quartet of profiles and then leave the option for me to go this light bright that they've got because yeah. I love it. I really do enjoy it. But I think it could be a turnoff on a lot of people's first uh, uh, first listens, first impressions. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And uh, before we go too far, I do want to make sure to hit up Michael Peppertech's question on the 120 hertz. Yeah, um, sure. So he, he's asking here, quick question, does the 120 hertz throttle down like the LTPO uh, does for lower refresh rates content to save on battery? Uh, to my understanding, or at least in my experience, the way I've seen it right now, it does not, it, there's no, um, it's not variable, it's locked. So you're either 60 or 120. So it doesn't try to save battery. Now, you're able to turn on uh, the 120 in gaming experiences without having to turn it on for the system wide. So that's something you can turn on. So you can keep it at 60, but turn it on to 120 inside of the game because you go in there and customize the profile based on each game, the way you want to play. So in the, um, I think it's like under the gaming experience, I think you can go custom and you can set the, the touch response, the refresh rate, as well as uh, the experience down even uh, they, they even added now 120 hertz refresh, 120 hertz uh, screen recording to support the 120 hertz refresh Whoa. rate on the display. <laughs> like, wh- this has been so, driving me crazy with other phones when I try to record them well, but, because but, they but, capped themselves to 60. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but I, I, again, I think a part of this is um, whatever adaptive screen tech mm-hmm. some of these other companies might be using, I think actually contributes to some of the choppier experiences we're having before developers manufacturers and android are all on the same page like mm-hmm. especially black shark the more i kind of get away from black shark 4 snapdragon 870 what is that 144 hertz or is it 120 hertz i can't One, remember. think it's 144 it might have been 144 but yeah. so many games cratered and like slideshow and and like this is hardware that should have been more than capable of playing that mm-hmm. and i think a part of it is it, it it's a slightly older game because I, mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of legacy titles that I love to revisit on Android yep, phone, yep. but a, a slightly older game, the game is putting out whatever the frame rate is. The phone is adapting to that. Then as the phone is adapting to the main game frame rate, obviously you're going to have some peaks and valleys and some dips and some yep. chugs and, and you're going to drop out from time to time. And as the adaptive screen rate is reacting to the change in the game's real frame rate, mm-hmm. I don't think it's seamless. It's not like NVIDIA G-Sync. It's not <laughs> smart enough yet to, f- I mean, it's always it always feels like it's reacting. It always feels like it's a step behind what mm. the real um, yeah, frame, rate, fr- frame, rate, yeah. frame rate is at, at that resolution. And so I feel like we need another generation on that. So with Sony's implementation, again, this is Sony. Sony knows better than anyone. They're, they're right. literally like, I still feel like they're charmingly the the most elitist <laughs> gadget manufacturer on the planet. They will always know better about their products than you will. Um, but but for them, it, it, if you're going to put out 4K 120, mm-hmm. you put out 4K 120. Yeah, that that you can have you know any any screen resolution and frame rate you want, so long as you want 4K 120, and that's it. <laughs> that's all you're so going to get. And and but that's the thing though. It's like. What, what so okay a 4k panel on a smartphone this is the third generation and we still don't have another competitor that's even trying to play the game 
as as Sony is, right? Everybody at best is hitting a QHD 120 hertz refresh rate right now. Which is, uh, I mean, not not to talk too much trash. I mean, like no, no, the no, screen I, with all the eye candy on on a OnePlus 9 Pro, that's a pretty screen. Uh, it is it is really nice. It's it's uh I would say it's uh, for the lack of a better description I I say the exact same thing on the Find X3 Pro my friend it's the screen with all the candy on because it's the same panel but uh, it it's it, real pretty did did I tell you that I installed a glass protector on my OnePlus Nine Pro and two seconds later I installed the second one on the on the FX3 Pro it's the exact same size fit they fit in the same mold and everything so it was oh, I mean I know it's the same great. panel. I so I was like I I I sent back a message to the to the company. I'm like, dude, just for heads up, thank you for the OnePlus Nine Pro glass. <laughs> it also works on the Find X3 Pro. If you want to just put a sticker on and say supports Find X3, <laughs> you, you got a double know. product. Um, it it is beautiful. No, uh, uh, OnePlus and Oppo did a very big jump forward, and and, and we saw some of it last year with uh, the Eight Pro as well with the QHD 120 Hz. So. This is the the true when we're not talking 4K. I, I felt like that's the 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 like the Mount Everest that I think a lot of people were trying to fit, you know give you that same experience, but they either have to compromise with a variable refresh rate, or you just get either one 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 or the other. You get 1080, 120, um, or you uh, you get you know QHD 60. So you can't get both. But no, Oppo and OnePlus has been doing it great. I, I love the display. This is. Um, the Find X3 Pro for me is a phone that I use on the daily. It still is a phone that I carry with me. Um, but that's 90% of it is because of the quality of the display. And, but it does, you know, when you when you put that against a 4K 120 or even a 4K 60 from the uh, Mark II, you truly appreciate the clarity. You truly appreciate the form factor and the work, yeah, uh, the I'm, white balancing. I'm expecting the, someone just on a glance. Because again, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is proven to be one of... Again, this is like one of the nerd specs. Yeah, no, I, I, like ever since we started, yeah, ever, ever since we life. started getting high refresh rate displays, I'd show them to my family, and no one really sees what I'm talking about. Yeah, a brief interaction, a first impression. A, I like I'm I'm like my sister. She was coming from like an old Motorola, and she got a Pixel Three A. And I'm showing her like, oh, you got to check this out. Like, look at this OnePlus and oh, look at these phones, 90 hertz. And look at this Razer, this Razer phone too, 120 hertz on the screen. And, and like, it doesn't look much different to her. Yeah. And then I would do something like, you know, you pull out a dual screen phone. Like at the, uh, for a Thanksgiving, I had the LG G8X. Well, mm-hmm. immediately you see that something different, <laughs> something's different with that phone. So again, I... I am now starting to weight refresh rate a little lower in my mm-hmm. list of priorities. Um, I really feel like the disparity between developers, manufacturers, and Android not getting on the same page. Because mm-hmm. like when the Razer Phone 2 came out, I was hardcore. This is going to be a gaming-centric feature. Games are going to start supporting this. And it's going to be like a revolution like we saw with higher frame rate gameplay on PCs and consoles. This is going to be the thing. But really now today, the only thing you can count on from from all of these other phones looking at the entire landscape is, you know, your app drawer will be prettier. And that's about it. You it's going to load on, faster, baby. Exactly. It's so smooth when I open this. Dr- and I don't care about that. But I can't. The, the Twitter bird doesn't fly. You know, it just it, it actually moves the right way. <laughs> but I but I can't count on every like every game that I play that I know 
should be able to support a faster frame rate works on some mm-hmm. phones, won't work on others. It's, and I, it's there the is no play... across the board um, certification that we no, need. No, no, there to, isn't. To it, it's, it's up to the app developer and it's a so on, you know, like on your own kind of like, which devices do you want to whitelist? Which ones do you want to test? Which ones do you have access to, to be able to, uh, to, to use uh, what partnerships are done with what companies and where are you getting the exclusives? And so it's a, it's a, it's a story as old as time. And I'm not trying to, you know, mimic a Disney such a situation, but you know, honor used to do the exact same thing. Uh, you know, their, uh, their Fortnite uh, collaborations in there as well. Uh, we saw, I think Samsung also used to have collaborations with with Fortnite with this, you know unique skins and experiences, I think OnePlus, if I'm not mistaken, was one of the first devices to support 90 frames per second mm-hmm. on a on Fortnite. That was also a collaboration and exclusive for a certain amount of time. Uh, it it hurts the experience for us because a, a good number of time, whenever we're using, whenever we're reviewing a smartphone, it's a phone that hasn't been released. And exactly the Xperia Mark One Mark Three did the same thing for me. I was at the time we were using it, we were testing it out. It was before the Chinese, uh, the China launch. So even the public mm-hmm. didn't even have access to this phone. Yeah. And, but we were, we, we needed to make an opinion on a phone with a, such a short amount of time to use it. And I felt like this is why I was so, so great, uh, appreciative actually that, that I was able to get a second turn with it. Um, and luckily it just literally by star alignments, it happened on the same time. But it drove me to be about a couple of hours late this morning. Juan was hitting me up. <laughs> He's like, um, TK, um, you're going to post that video today? And I'm like, I said, I'm trying. And then I yeah, finished Embargoes rendering. are always a major thing. Uh, and, and of course, Murphy's so, Law is always there. If things are going to go wrong, they will go wrong the moment you need to depend on them. Day. So I had to render, and I'm having problems with my PC's rendering process, which if, if Juan wins this argument, I will be on Resolve, um, DaVinci Resolve very quickly because <laughs> uh, uh, I was surprised. I'm telling you, man, that, Premiere that, will get there, but you have the oh, new I, GPU I, I, now. It, absolutely. And, um, you know, actually, I may just end up biting the bullet. I, I, I think I may end up getting the, uh, the, the Resolve uh, license with that controller option that seems to be given for oh, free. Oh, yeah, let me know. How you, so I got to use that at, um, again, I'm just not used to hardware decks like that. Like, I stopped using Oops. control ah. surfaces <laughs> back in the day on... I'm suffering the same thing you do when I have headphones in my ears. I'm like, moving oh, yeah. away. I'm like... Ah. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I kind of stopped using control surfaces for audio this? recording about 10 Can years Can you see ago. this one? The shuffle pro. Yeah. Okay. So I, uh, I gotta put my hairs back. I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> it's such an old, like we're getting old. You see that thing back there? It's good. But put my ears back in. Um, so t- tell me about how you use a jog dial. Oh my hmm. God. It's the best thing ever. I, it was a recommendation from Jordan Keys. I don't know if you remember Jordan back in the old days uh, from XDA. So as I was editing videos and so on, I I mean, I'm a big keyboard shortcut guy, so I know all the shortcuts for, for, uh, for Premiere. But it gets a little bit of travel, right? Like you're like, key in, like seriously, I'm doing, you know, Naruto jujitsu kind of thing at the end. I'm, I'm exporting a file at the end. Um, so the shovel, the using a controller like this, especially like the shovel, and it does actually work with DaVinci. It just doesn't. I haven't had a chance to test it out. It be, it seriously becomes 
Uh, first, mus muscle memory. So for me, the mapping of the button, and I can edit videos without a keyboard, just mouse and, and the shuffle, and it improves my speed. Like um, the 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 jog dial is mostly for precise cuts. If you're trying to yeah. just find exactly where you want to do that jump cut, but ninety percent of the time is uh, more about jumping positions, cutting, mm -hmm. pasting. Um, uh, I think it was called the blend cut, which you're able to basically cut to where you're moving the cut point in between two different frames, which I, I love yeah. those editing tools. Um, you know, syncing, uh, student, you know, delinking uh, de an audio from video, so on. All those little ju uh, jumps that you can do and you but can yeah, customize if, if, them. If you decide to do that with Resolve, I'd definitely be down to... Well, it's to free, which I was surprised. Point. Yeah, I, I went on b because I was looking... I was trying to find like you know what's the best price to get on on the license and literally two ninety five I think is the best, but if you get it from B and H you get the controller for free which I'm like yes, I, I don't mind I like having extras um, and it seems like it's dedicated for it. Um, mm -hmm. I like that's kind the of their business model is is like getting uh, they, they want to get you, yeah video editing software I, I, and I was, like oh well you, you could also yeah 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 because I, I like jumped in. Level. I jumped in, I mean, like I, um, I, I started with the free version of Resolve, just kind of poking around with it on uh, Resolve 15. And yeah. I bought on Resolve 16. And obviously now we've gotten the updates to Resolve 17. And Studio, yeah. they, they, they still don't know. I mean, like, obviously, I don't think any company can ever properly predict. Um, but so far, they've, they've never charged. I, I want to say since Resolve 12? Oh, I wow. don't think they've charged for an upgrade. And I think that's the, be that's the best business model. So I mean, if compared it, I, to where I, I was on Adobe software licensing. Yeah. I, I know. Um, so, so like I, I've, I've, I'm going to be spending like $30 a year on power director mobile. That's <laughs> really annoying. That really yeah, bumps me out. Um, but like I've switched over to Affinity for editing my raw files. I'm on Photomate R3, R, what is it? Photomate R4, I can't remember, on Android for editing mm -hmm. my raw files. Um, I still need some, like I'm just terrible at motion, like After Effects style so after, editing. After so Effects, about my own, yeah, I need to find a good solution to to replace After Effects for me because I do, all of my um, intro files, all my videos and for yeah. the intro are all After Effects. Uh, I, I create I create them custom for every video. I don't have anybody else doing it for me. So um, that was something that the way I did uh, a long, long time ago, every video has to have its own custom entry. Uh, and otherwise, because I, I don't mind, I, I don't have a problem with making one because I used to use it. Uh, but I feel like it's a, kind of like a banner, like a title. So uh, I, I'm sure there's going to be other options or a simpler um, maybe creating yeah. the video and then I create maybe just a transition uh, overlay on it in in uh, in Resolve. So it, I'm sure there's a way to go in around it. It doesn't necessarily have to be a rendered video every single time. Uh, but I the it's just the sheer night and day performance difference and optimization on on bleeding edge hardware right now that I feel like um, Adobe is still needing to figure out. Like I, I've been seriously last couple of weeks spending hours hours upon hours trying to figure out how to get this gpu to perform the way it should be performing mm -hmm. being that it is literally a 30 and 90 in the body of 30. in, in a, like a 20 minute video rendered in five minutes guys yep five for i mean seriously yeah. like i i was the videos that i was trying to do this morning when juan was hitting me up so the first video i was at the 17 video minute video that was the english one um I was running the video and I was watching as I was talking with Juan, I was watching the preview window and I noticed that one of my overlay clips that I put in um, <laughs> kind of had that the green bar on it all the way at the bottom. So the video, like it looked so bad. 
So I stopped the render, went back into the video, uh, or actually, no, no, sorry, I had to let the video finish rendering because it wasn't in the source clip. And then I realized that I was rendering it incorrectly. So I had to replace that entire side, re-render it another 20 minutes or so. To get, and it wasn't rendering. It, the 17-minute clip was taking 20 minutes to finish. That's how bad it is. It seriously becomes slow turtle speed. Um, and I so wished I was in Resolve. I so wish I was able I mean, to export I even on my 2080, so if I'm doing a 4K... Um, if I'm doing a 4K 60 frame per second mm-hmm. final render at around 80 megabit um, mm-hmm. per second, just so I'm not too far off from what my camera quality is, um, I'm compressing a little just for the upload time, but not a lot because YouTube's then going to wreck it anyway. Oh, absolutely. Um, w- one of the problems I have is I still use one of their basic title tools to do my end credits. Oh yeah, Patreon. yeah, 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 yeah. The Patreon side, yeah. That that text tool tanks the final render speed. But even with that, I'm usually I don't know. I want to say like like 35 seconds to the minute. So if, if it, it's it's better that, than I, yeah, it's no. longer than in uh, half the time of the video's project length. Yeah. but usually not much longer than... So if I've got a, uh, a six-minute video, it's usually a little longer than three minutes to render that all down at ridiculous overkill quality for YouTube. And, um, and what I'm trying to say is that's typically what I'm used to seeing with the 2080 because I came from the 2080. Yeah. So when I put in the 3080 and I'm expecting better, better performance, yeah, no. <laughs> and then I'm, but I'm seeing the total opposite of it. Like the total, like, <laughs> like as if I put a 1080 or, or an 8, 9, 60 uh, in, I don't know what I put in. Um, but because something is in there and I cannot figure out exactly what it is on the optimization. It's not a driver issue because uh, games recognize the 3080 and they run very nicely at 120 hertz. I'm able I'm to play Adobe, QHD 120. Man. It's something in Adobe. Something about render. the way that Adobe is not optimized for that and card. And it running every card. time. Every time, dude, at about 45% process through the video. doesn't matter how long the video is. It goes from 90 uh, load down to 20 21 and it sits at that for the rest of the video and, so i'm just saying yeah. if, if you were to start yeah. editing node style rather than after effects layer style yeah. then you could jump right into fusion it would mm-hmm. all be in one you wouldn't have to um pay for licensing ever again <laughs> just 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 do it once and get it over with and we can just move on you know I, minus a few tools that i would love to have from photoshop like i'm I, good and, and, and in theory i can yep. still i can still use after effects as more of just an independent though i can just it reduces mm-hmm. my 350 a year for everything under Quite the sun within the you know the creative cloud the library the, the audio the processing surprisingly good the, the auto syncing yeah. is is mm-hmm. very good um i haven't tried that yet i i need to try oh man see again so i used to do it manually in vegas vegas did not have a plug-in i so power like, director oh. i back in the old days i used to do it manually too that was one of the reasons i loved uh premiere the, yeah. the audio sync was so simple so you right click and sync and and again you like i said you, not having to mess with a, a third-party plugin like mm-hmm. you, not having to get a license for pluralize get that synced up um so yeah you 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 i pull my audio off of my road mic mm-hmm I, I do still do a little cleanup old school just because that that's the way I've worked for 20 years mm-hmm. um, with audio recording. So I, I do just like a light filter pass and then just a little bit of compression and then I normalize that volume. 
um, drop it into my video editing timeline, right click, auto sync audio. Do you want to sync it by waveform? Why, yes, resolve, I do. And it's done and it's beautiful like it's never failed me i, I um, like the lay the 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 setup the some once you understand the philosophy of how things work because it, it's it's a true it's an approach to it's super different than premiere it's it's, it's very not it, layers it, based it, like photoshop absolutely absolutely and it, it to me it was very um like it, but it, it, so what i did is i i obviously started googling some uh you know crash courses in da vinci so i as i starting to, to learn the little tricks here and there like how to Cut it, cut it, to be able to cut something, it's not as simple switching the, you know, you switched over to the blade tool. I didn't realize it was a blade tool because on Premiere, it's the cut tool. So you're like, mm-hmm. okay, so it's B, not a C. Okay, get it. Uh, you sure. know what I mean? <laughs> uh, uh, it, those little things, uh, but I did, you know, so I, I ran a test with, with the help of Juan. And like I said, it was a simple, super simple test, but it was a 20 minute render. It wasn't at 4K. It was at 1080p, 30 frames, YouTube. But you did a four to one render at that. Yeah, it was great. But that's that's what you should be getting. That's what you should be getting if you were running at 3080 with a 5950X. We got a a couple comments here. David Burns cracking me up. I, for one, am shocked. Shocked that Adobe doesn't care about optimizing their software. <laughs> no, but but this is the thing. That's it was, the whole it's... point of a subscription-based platform, TK, is that you're paying them every year, year to keep to take their time to fix it, <laughs> to to fix the things. So, and and El Jefe, I still do manual audio sync. D- don't don't do that. Go get DaVinci Resolve for free. And, and you can actually so the the only reason you would want to go to the studio just for GPU references computer. it's yeah. GPU, GPU compute or GPU render. Um, if you don't, it's going to be heavily reliant on your CPU, which wasn't really a bad. I, not, I, I'll say this: it wasn't low, bad. Uh, the fifty nine fifty can up. actually hang. Surprisingly, yeah. the fifty nine fifty can actually hang uh, rendering, but your whole system's pretty slow. good. Again, I'm still I'm still um I'm still dealing with slower individual core speeds. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like. It'd be fine, but it's so much faster. I've I've it, never it, used anything that uses my GPU like DaVinci Resolve. It, it it's is insane. When 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 I first went to GPU rendering, I appreciated that just the sheer factor that my system didn't become a slow down to a to a non usable piece of hardware. The ability mm-hmm. of basically uh, using your system at the same time as your rendering is a very functional thing, especially because if you're editing, if not you for editing, but if you're like setting up all the tags, the customization, the text, all of the different things that you want to do on the YouTube side before, if you weren't, the system would just be too slow. It wouldn't even be functional. So yeah. um, I tested it out with the GPU and I did test it out without the GPU. I'm appreciative of it more. And at least it helps me make the case for creatives, why you would want to be on a 3080 Ti over, let's say, a 1080 or a 2080. What, what is the, what's the, the, the drive to get you there? Um, but I also want to kind of do a, a comparison, you know, now that we're starting to somewhat see pricing on Jeep availability on the 3060s to start coming up. I may want to mm-hmm. pick up one of the 3060s and, and do like, you know, uh, like a budget version of, uh, of a, you know, of a production uh, machine. Like if you're just starting on YouTube, you don't want to spend too much money, but you want to get the benefit of the GPU render. You know, how does the 3060 handle, you know, go in with uh, like in a DaVinci? So uh, for sure, the DaVinci the, the will be on my on my buy list. Uh, I like I said, I was trying to find whatever option to see if there was a discount, but it looks like it's a solid 295 regardless of where you get it. So it will be 295 and it will be mine. Uh, I was I was going to see if there's anything on the 4th of July, but other than that, I'll get it. Nah, I mean, like, I, I think you're going to dig it. 
Um, yeah. I already know you I, do dig it, but I just, I, 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 I just, I, 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 uh, I, I just want to make sure to make the transition over and get all my setup correctly. And like I said, if the, the controller works as good as people are saying it should be, then I'm going to enjoy it quite a bit because it seriously becomes like, it's, it's more functional than what I get with a shuffle because there's a lot more. It's not just the, the jog dial, but there's also button configurations. Uh, and I think it's just definitely very functional in that sense. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to trying it out and it's free. It's included. So why not? Can't, yeah, can't go wrong. I, I don't do it. I mean, obviously, people have seen my videos. I'm I'm not doing a ton of After Effects style or motion graphic work. But like the, the little few things that I've had to do almost every single video, I I get real frustrated. And then I look up, oh, oh, DaVinci has like a pretty streamlined way to handle that. And then that changes my whole world, <laughs> like the color correction tools, the brightness, the balance. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the, the color correction. I like that. Oh actually. my god, they're so good. It, it, it actually, so I fast had dialing that in. I threw in a uh, a 4K 120 clip that I that I shot from Ma- uh, from Magic Mountain in there to try to play around and get the color correction done um, because I, I I was slightly overexposed. Apparently, uh, I didn't see that I was overexposed on this on the display when I was setting it up, but. Uh, yeah, no color uh, tuning it in and actually getting it to, to to look a lot better than what it was originally, and you know actually also seeing the was is kind of scenario is it was very nice. So uh, very excited, definitely looking forward to it. It'll be a slow lit, slow transition. I don't want to just cold turkey jump from one to the other. Yeah, um, you, you it, will it, though. Yeah, as no, soon no, as you uh, start factoring in rendering times, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna learn this faster. It, it's it's little things, DK. It's like, so I, I have like obviously my mouse macros and stuff. So I don't have a control surface, but like my cutting and splicing and and, yeah. um, and all those tools are now on mouse. So I'm not constantly doing like control, you know, like control C to cut. I mean, stuff like that, I think is so annoying. Um, but, you know, when I, when I started doing um, the color processing in Resolve, mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, I've balanced it for this one clip, but I'd already done a couple edits. Now I've got to sit there and match all the, the quality. Oh, wait a minute. All I got to do is center click in the mouse and it just copies over all of my color processing settings through all these other things. Oh, it's so much better. It's like copying and pasting attributes in Premiere, but yeah. Yeah. So, but like you, you hover your mouse and you center click and that, that was it. <laughs> you're like, pop, 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 pop. And now I'm, I'm caught back up and I've reprocessed all of my, all of my uh, color grading across the entire video. I mean, it was like so many of those little things that now are, are just, I, I don't believe software is intuitive. Um, I, I believe like I, as I get more familiar with resolve, I get faster and even better at editing yeah. than I was on Sony Vegas, which was kind of my last main platform after I kind of walked away from Premiere. Um, but there, there is some very clever design that is mm-hmm. streamlined so much. And then I push render and it goes all the way on my GPU. Yeah, fast. and it's and it stays on the whole time. This is the that's what sold me on this. That told me that it wasn't the GPU, it wasn't the driver from Nvidia. It purely is an optimization done on on Premiere for some reason that it just bonks and it doesn't. It's not optimized for the thirty eighty. That I, I think it's because it just literally came out less than a month ago, and in 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 apparently Adobe is just not not there. I I don't have access to a thirty eighty to be able to you know validate that data see if it does the same. But I would imagine thirty eighty is more optimized than thirty eighty Ti. But but again, I mean, like it would be silly if Adobe wasn't considering the thirty ninety. 
So that's the thing, except that the fact, so here's the, the, the big dilemma that I feel like, um, uh, that I, that I, that drove me when I was starting to think, well, what's so special about the 3080 Ti? So the 3080 Ti is closer to the 3090 in performance minus a certain optimizations and certain hardware. Like I think overall it's closer to the 3090 than it is to the 3080, but it's the same size and has the same cooler as the 3080 where the 3090 has a bigger cooler. So mm-hmm. the temps were the biggest issue. I was able to at one point, one, I think I want to say a couple of times where I seriously, um, hold on, let me show you what I mean. This is going to sound really cheesy. But... <laughs> so a while back when I went to the Qualcomm Tech Summit with, uh, with, uh, with XDA, I think a couple of years or so back, they gave out these fans. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is going to sound cheesy. So I decided I opened up my case. I turned on this guy, and I'm not going to turn it on now, but it, it could get pretty loud. So here's like, you could definitely hear it. it it's loud. Ooh, that's like a real fan, not it, just it, like. No, 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 no. Yeah, this is not like, a, you know, it's a nice little breezy day. No, no, no. This thing can blow pretty good. Oh, crap. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Aditya, Aditya, yeah. just let it go. Just let it go, Aditya. I don't, I don't think just... you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, crap. Anyways. Uh, so I, what I did is I, I, I turned it on and I put it straight under the intake uh, va- uh, fan on the bottom of the GPU. So it, it's assisting by pushing more air through it, dropping the core temperature of the, pro- uh, of the GPU, and actually it performed better. I was able to get a much substantial, I was more like a, about a 50% time, so it was like a 17 minute uh, video. It rendered it in about eight to nine minutes. So I was getting closer to what I thought it should be. And I think that part was actually much better because of the thermals. But that's the concern. the The founders edition that I have is not a custom uh, cooler. It's the the obviously the founders edition. It's the new uh, setup that we have from Nvidia, and I think it works great for the thirty eighty by itself and the thirty ninety. But that in between, I feel like it needs a little bit of assist. Luckily, the other part that I'm able to do, at least on my case, with the casing and all of the RGB fans that I'm trying to add around there, obviously aesthetics wise, but it's also be, to be able to push a lot of air. I've stationed two fans under the GPU to the bottom of the case to mm. kind of unison, kind of make the RGB kind of unison, top, bottom, right, and left kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that may help. So I'm, I may be able, I may be on the cusp of figuring out a better cooling solution. But Da Vinci is going to fix my problem. I, I, da Vinci is going to make me get rid of RGB. <laughs> Just say that. It's real good. Yeah, but yeah. I, I love spreading the gospel. And again, it's one of those things. If uh, I I have a real hard time now recommending anything else. I I I know people might be intimidated to see like a full fledged video editing time. Like, oh yeah, the comments have been hilarious. I, 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 these guys yeah, are cracking no, me up. Uh, um, it's, it's, but, it's but, Jeff but, that got me. Tiki's reaction was worth it. I yeah. Anyways, yeah. Keep going, Juan. Just keep talking. Yeah. So I just uh, keep the conversation rolling. It's um. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. Like I, I get it where you can get a, a, a simpler video editing program, or you can spend like you know Premiere Elements or whatever. Um, get DaVinci for free. Yeah. It's free. There, there's no annoying watermarks. There's no limitation on no. resolution. It, the the only thing is it's not going to use your GPU unless you pay for it. And if you don't make videos professionally, that's right. not a concern. No, it's no, it... so good. And of course, there are some other plugins too. Some of the more advanced stuff only. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say yeah, like, stu- your for... main timeline and all of the functionality you would get and and way more functionality than you would get from like an iMovie 
mm-hmm. and it's free and it is um, free is is just absolutely astounding gary the fireman if it's free it's it's for me <laughs> for me exactly gratis para mi uh it's always going to be one of those uh get yeah, it, learn it. yeah uh, figure it out if you want gpu rendering um that was my only thing because I, I think juan and i were talking and I, I forgot i don't think i mentioned it to juan that i never bought the license i've always tried the the free version um so i was telling him i was trying to render the video but it was like still using my cpu for an extended amount of like oh you don't have the so yeah it's it's one of those things uh, I, I think they realize that, yeah, for creatives, you know, you do, you know how much time is, is valuable to you. Like this morning, I could have saved seriously 40 minutes worth of rendering time um, and published my video almost an hour earlier than it went up because of just that sheer simple process. And it uploads also to YouTube, which is also very nice. That I yeah. love that, that it does the same, like what we get with Premiere. It renders and uploads as opposed to just rendering. And I think it has the presets much simpler. You know exactly when you're going for YouTube for what format that you know the 1080, uh, you know 4K. And Jeff is over here. Oh, I only have a lowly RTX 2070. Dude, that what? that that is not a okay. So the 20 the 20 what? series is a very capable 20 uh, GPU. The 2070 is like a high end card still. It is absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to eBay right now. Let's see how much an RTX 2070. The pricing is, is dropping, man. Do it quickly. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 the the pricing is not dropping on an RTX twenty seventy. Hold on, Jeff, you could probably sell that for a profit today. Seven hundred, nine hundred, used eight hundred. Oh, absolutely, best yes. offer. Um, uh, twenty seventy. Uh, I'm seeing five ten. Uh, mm-hmm. Buy it now. Eight seventy five, eight fifty. Um, so Jeff, shut up and <laughs> use your twenty seventy. The 2070 is very capable. I think the 2070 would outperform a 3060. for Age of Empires. <laughs> <laughs> Age of Empires, too. That's like me with my 2080, and I still like to play Command and Conquer. Oh, dude. Okay, so Dave Burns is jumping in with a little bit of a flex right there. <laughs> He's like, oh, I have a 3090, that's but that's a little bit of a I flex. For... <laughs> hey, dude. I, I, okay, up, up to the point <laughs> I was able, when I was able to get the 3080, um, the I seriously. The, the price between the 3080 uh, Ti and the, and the 3090 right now, it's so small. Like mm. it really makes, it begs the question of, do you want just the best of the best or do you want something a little bit smaller and um, potentially runs warmer? I yeah. feel like if you have to make a decision realistically, purely because of thermals, the 3090 is a better decision. It has a better cooler stock yeah. if you're going with the FE. It is it, bigger. It, especially if you're if you're getting close. I, I mean, like I'm 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 good for now. Mm-hmm. If it's just for work, um, the the thing that's holding me back is is RAM. Uh, so yeah. if I try to do an 8K render, DaVinci freaks out because I don't have enough RAM on a 2080 Ti to finish off. I mean, like unless the video is like 30 seconds long, which I could just do on my phone, probably. How long did um, it take you to render your? Oh no, wait, your your OnePlus, you did it in in uh, in 4K. Right? No, it's an 8K. No, you video. did an 8K. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I remember it you did the 8K, and I kind of yeah. A really long CPU render. render, and I mean, it was like, especially for the few things that I put text up, mm-hmm. it would crater to like five frames per second. It took. <laughs> It animated so it. Ad- it animated it almost as if you were literally drawing the text on the display. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, like, uh, not not great. But the thing is, I'm really not lit on 8K video. 
uh, for me, I don't think, I don't think 4K we're, 60, we're, 4K 120, and I'm I, super stoked. About I, that. I feel like 4K 60 is for me the standard. I mean, that should be the standard on all the lenses that we get on the smartphone. That it, in 2021 is it's a shame that we still get smartphones. Um, it, and this is not a specific brand. I'm talking; it's across the board with a very few number. Like you know, LG did it. I think the S21 Ultra does also have the 4K 60 across that does a decent job, but. Very few smartphones give us that fle- like flexibility of getting the the consistent frame rate and matching color science between the different lenses. Like I don't know why we still have to pick and choose what lens we use if we want 4K. We've reached the point that 4K is so attainable now, specifically on the lenses. 8K is a, I feel like it's a nice to have, not necessarily of um, a medium that I feel a lot of people can share content in, mostly because most people can't consume 8K. But yeah. 4K displays or 4K TVs, at least in the U.S., are not that expensive, realistically. Uh, uh, if anything else, TCL have, has spoiled the, the masses uh, with Roku TVs, if nothing else. Again, we're yeah. kind of bringing the story back to TCL. So, so there, there is something to be said. If you actually follow the color processing that goes into compressed video at 8K, mm-hmm. um, 8K will better utilize all of the sub-pixels on your 4K TV. Um, that's the same thing that I did my article back at Pocket Now talking about shooting UHD. That mm-hmm. looks, it's not a placebo effect. It looks better to watch UHD footage on a 1080p TV because it's a perfect four to one. And every single pixel on your 1080p screen gets all of the proper color information. It's kind of like if you were to fake. You know, 420 versus 444 color compression. Mm-hmm. You can kind of do that by watching a higher resolution video on a lower resolution panel. So better source, Whether or not, the better the source, the better the quality of the yes. video that you watch. And, and so technically the same, the same effect should happen using 8K footage, 420 on a, a, a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel that that jump is as large as when we went 1080p to 4k i don't i don't feel you're getting so much more image at the viewing distances of our monitors and our tvs that 8k 8k like looks better i go back and i see early videos of lex mm-hmm. and they're all in 4k and the oh, few videos yeah. that marie shot that are in 1080p look like Like garbage compared especially for the phones that we had at the time i mean some of those i mean some of her earliest uh marie videos were shot on like mid-ranger motorolas and you're like the cameras weren't that great um so that kind of sucks I, I, I find some of the older images and, and videos that I think Vanya was doing on her. She used to have a flip phone. And yeah, I mean, you could definitely, <laughs> you could, you could appreciate the improvement. No, 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 no. Omar is only 11. He's not that old. But I, I'm saying is it's the, within the last 10 years for us, I, we've gone from uh, flippy Motorola phones to, you know, Nexus one that didn't even have a video mode. It only had an image shooting mode. Right. Yeah. So we kind of went from that resolution to the Sony Ericsson's of the world of the flip phones. Cause my wife used to be very big on flip phones. So she was on the razor. She went to the Sony Ericsson and they have video capabilities, but again, it was a very small, like 0.3 megapixel sensor on the back, nothing big. But then you start seeing once you start getting, you know, uh, the note like that was a much like a massive uh, revolution in quality of video, quality of images and so on. So um, 
I, I'm appreciative of the fact, and she's a little bit sad that, uh, uh, you know, essentially, I, I told her she has the best note that there is going to be. There will not be a better note that comes out after that based on the the trend that we're going. So mm-hmm. uh, she she loves the fact that the, you know, the Note 20 Ultra, the one that you and I did a, a nice little collaboration on, uh, is is her daily driver. So she's definitely very happy with that. I, I love that. So the, I, I just want to hit this question from Danny C. Then we should probably yeah. start wrapping this up. How will DaVinci yeah. Resolve handle GPU encoding with a mid-range 1660 Ti? I mean, the, the nice thing is, is um, it, it, like DaVinci Resolve maxes out that GPU. And the yeah. GPU is a number crunching machine. Absolutely. Um, it, it, so our GPU compute um uh apis and support have gotten better and better and better i i mean even with the 1660 so i before the pandemic i was making some jokes about my nook where i've got Mm -hmm. one of the mini 1660 supers in there and just like yeah i really should have stepped it up to a 2060 i mean that thing has been solid for 1080p gaming especially 1080p at 60 frames per second at -hmm. least on most of my favorite titles, I was even playing control and it looked okay. It wasn't, I did, it didn't crater to the slideshow that I thought it was going to at like good 1080p settings, mm-hmm. um, firing it up for DaVinci resolve. It's still going to be better than a lot of our solid consumer grade CPUs. Um, the, the tricky thing is I, I don't feel like people consistently or properly benchmark for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So me saying, hey, this is going to do really well um, is very dependent on like your video editing style, what kind of oh, plugins you're using. I, I, I was about to say, yeah, it, depending on how your timeline is set up, I mean, a complex sure. timeline could, even if it's a five tank. minute video, it can yeah. still tank your, your GPU uh, performance if if you have enough things running at the same time. Because you, again, it's just a process that's computing, right? But it just, but, but the more you give I, it. Yeah. I, coming back to that. And again, it, it's this kind of magical card. Um, I, I had to really back off, first of all, just because like the GPU, the component market has gotten so out of whack. Oh, you know, people, there, there are people out there that would probably do bad things to me to get that 1660 super in this current climate right now. And here I am trying to like trash talk it that I didn't get a good enough card in my nook. Um, but really, you know, it's, it's similar to like a 1060. 1060 mm-hmm. is one of the greatest, most popular all-time GPUs. The 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 10-series cards were phenomenal improvements over the nine, uh, 900s. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the 20-series cards weren't that much better. So the uh, 1660 is this, is this really lovely little sweet spot in between the 10 and 20-series cards. And you can do some surprisingly capable I mean, it's surprisingly capable you can do some pretty decent heavy lifting with it so i, I don't know that you know based on your finances if you want to jump into davinci resolve how, how you'd want to handle that you can't really benchmark it like you can't ask for a temporary license just to try out yeah. um the the gpu compute but if you were really wanting to get into resolve and wanted the gpu support and again for at least the near term that I can see, you're never going to pay for another upgrade. It's a value on its own. Just the, the ability. I mean, once Adobe went CC, it just drove me crazy that you could not just buy it on its own and get reasonable support. So yeah, no, definitely. Uh, just getting the updates themselves going all the way up to 17, 
Um, and, you know, and obviously the future update, I think it's definitely one of the better, better solutions. And it's worth the wait. Uh, you, you factor in, you use it for at least three years. It's a hundred bucks a year. It's nothing. Um, yeah. You know, this is going to be the source, the single source uh, element that's going to give you your content that you're going to upload to YouTube, the content that you're able to edit, reproduce, uh, you know, format, change a whole bunch of different things. But, that, but even if you just want to like spruce up your family videos, it, yeah, like the free one actually you, could do a lot of, a lot the, of good things. The, the free could be great. But I mean, yeah. like you, you look at how much it would cost to step up to a nicer version of a video editing program. And every mm-hmm. time I try and go back and like, kind of fiddle around like there was a vegas elements there's a premiere elements going back to I, I, movie feels yeah, like i i, I so used to deductive. use power director i started my original mm-hmm. thing to start with was power director, no, power director on, great on a phone not so great on a desktop uh, so. it, it was a lot of work let's just say this when i went from power director to premiere it was like oh my god i could do so much <laughs> than than what i was doing before um, and, and, and what resolve is like, I can do a little less than what I can do in the full Adobe CC suite, but I can do it all so much faster and it's way cheaper. <laughs> and, and there's a good chance that we're not using all of that extra. It's there, there's a certain point where you have a diminishing returns on, on the fact that you're getting everything and the kitchen sink. You don't need everything. That's the thing. For there's sure. a, there's so many applications within the CC library that I don't even need. Um, uh, it's seriously Photoshop. Uh, After Effects and Premiere and Media Encoder, mostly because I, that's how I render the, uh, the the projects out. But the reality is, um, auditions I don't really need as much. Audacity is much for me is a much better, uh, not much better, but it's a, a very equivalent, uh, powerful tool that you can use that's available for free. So audition for me for audio uh, for audio stuff usually works well. Um, I haven't done a lot of audio cleaning with Audition. Uh, it's more, well, actually, I take that back. Uh, noise reduction and filtering out certain hisses and tones. I've done that a little bit, but not heavy audio, you know, um, I would say healing. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to fix audio, uh, Audition is definitely for me uh, a little bit still better. But uh, I think for the near future, just to, for the sanity of my production, uh, <laughs> I, I think a, uh, a uh, DaVinci Resolve Studio license will definitely fix my problem. And the audio plugins are pretty good. Yeah, no. I, the, well, the so noise reduction and stuff is pretty close. That's that's the part that I want to definitely, like I said, it's it's once you learn how to use it, that it becomes a powerful tool. Um, I need to I need to embed that into the memory that the way I have CC, uh, and that that's that's going to get me to appreciate it more. That's why when I said it's a slower transition than I would imagine, um, and I think I read somewhere that you're able to import Premiere projects into um, Resolve to be able to t- try to do like benchmarking between the two. So I need to read a little bit more kind on that of. and see. It. I mean, again, so like there was a lot of that with Vegas. Like we were finally yeah. opening up support for these types of projects, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really work if. You know, again, you, you'll 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 play with it. You'll you'll see what I mean. Well, it, like, it's it, more to, if it I'm trying to do like a one to one. Yeah, it, it works for like a timeline and like edits and stuff. But you take for granted like, oh, I was using this text plugin to get this kind of title when obviously that's not going to transfer over. And, and you have to find the comparable things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's what it, I if it's more just like simple, basic timeline and cutting, then yeah, it's great. But um, actually, I should probably get going um you're going back to the park a little late to the stream but are you um, you going back to the park is that what this is (laughs) yeah it's the like all the weirdos come out at night and i'm missing it (laughs) only fan uh, only one late at night yeah so first of all um successful test though in the worst way to test like a phone stream like i felt like that did work though 
No, I absolutely. I was, um, I feel like I was, we, we now need to take the show on the road. Like we, we got to go, go wireless mics and just kind of prop up our phone, go mukbang, something like that. It's going to be great. Dude, we got to do it. We got to do it. Um, I honestly was going to pitch the idea to you like last night. I say, Hey dude, why don't we, why don't we just go out and why don't we just go do it at the restaurant or do somewhere, find a place to sit down and do it like tomorrow morning or something. But, uh, timing and and things in life and uh today was a very busy day also a day job stuff so uh but I'm, I'm glad i'm glad at least i mean i feel like the best of my week this this time is kind of like a double winner we got the tcl kind of coming in uh with an, with some nice options for us and uh, finally we we're able to talk about xperia i i've been happy xperia day i've been wanting to talk i've been wanting to talk to you guys about it for some time like I've, it's <laughs> That teaser that we got a chance to put out the picture, um, I felt like I, I felt weird because I'm like, I'm set, I'm putting a picture, but I can't really talk about it. You know, like it's there, you know, it's there, you know, I got See, a chance. Jonathan's to use got it. the right idea. Hook up your cameras to your Xperia's. Dude, absolutely. Absolutely. Live stream straight off of it with, uh, with uh, us mobile. I think that's not a bad idea. That's a great way to test it out just to see how well we're able to, you know, just take take our cameras with us and use them as external monitors. The the power of the 4K panel, let it work. How so, hilarious would it be too? Like, I should hit up the US mobile guy. I mean, my my demo sim has already run out, but mm-hmm. I should hit him up and be like, TK and I are going to go stream at a restaurant, and we're still going to have individual windows. <laughs> so we each need our own phone. Do so we need our own phone? Uploading and- a signal. So I need another SIM card because uh, I don't want to max out my current data cap. Because <laughs> we could we could definitely run through it, especially for an hour stream. Um, I'm pretty sure it, 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 it is a 720, but it could still. Um, it's like, a lot. If, if we if we try to run it on OBS, uh, OBS, I mean, if we would jump over to OBS, but then we would need to bring our laptops and stuff like that. Actually, oh, they should, yeah. you know, we, there's things if you're trying to go higher than we, seven. We could we could try and do slobs. Yeah, um, we we try to make that work. But um, so yeah, uh, we'll 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 chat about this offline because that worked way better while I was actually walking through my neighborhood. I feel mm-hmm. like if I were just sitting somewhere, it would probably be better. You know, like oh. again, you're not walking around under towers and stuff so I, I i'm now very much more encouraged to try a bit more mobile streaming than i've, I've then, done in the past I'm, I'm glad and i'm glad that you got a chance to check them out with the with the buds and i I'm, i am going to hit up brad and see if i'm i'll be able to get my hands on one of those uh because i noticed that quite a few people had them and i was like okay i seem to be the only one that missed them unless i had them and i missed them uh but i did did you get the the water bottle as well did you get a chance to play with yeah. that I haven't I haven't plugged it in yet. I'm going to do like a little one off short just like it's ridiculous. It's got a speaker. in the Yeah, it's a built in speaker. You're walking around, you're drinking water. It's like, hey, I'm listening to music. I'm drinking water. All of that good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So with that being said, I do want to say, I guess, what would you say is your best day of the week? Is that roughly about the same? Did I capture that correctly for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real good. Absolutely. So. Uh, what I would probably say is thank you for everybody for hanging out with us. We got a chance. We're we're still in the beginning of it. Hopefully, we'll see some more content from us on the Xperia. Hopefully, in the near future, for for myself as well as from Juan. Uh, it is definitely a very uh, uh, what was that T-Mobile sim uh, or the Verizon? Oh, okay. I think uh, it's it runs on T-Mobile and AT and T. I think in my area, right? The uh, US Mobile. I think piggyback. US Mobile. On AT&T. No, it's it. They don't piggyback on AT&T. AT&T. So it's, it's purely T-Mobile. T-Mobile. I think if you have well, T-Mobile the black and Verizon, card, it's Verizon. Oh, then that's probably what I have. And but if I don't, you have, the I, white I did not card, use. 
it's uh oh, does it say it's Timo. uh it doesn't say on the back if it's if it is verizon or not but i do know but that you gotta look like they do this weird thing where it's like super lte versus lte plus and one mm-hmm. of that is their their code phrase for verizon and the other is their code phrase for t-mobile but um uh, why well, I, I can say this the one i the one i'm using right now is t-mobile all the way because that's that's literally how it should registered on my phone even though it's a us mobile it still gives me t-mobile signal all the way uh and i'm getting crazy like really really fast i'm so happy that xperia finally has 5g mm-hmm. not because i, I want to be on it all the time but it's just the ability of going up to 650 that's i mean this is better than what we had with sprint remember back when yeah. we played with sprint when we were like under yeah the for only her. tower they had that no it, it one was else was on marina del rey you could see it from the top 400. of that building yeah 400 was the best 650 in relatively like seriously five minutes outside of my house uh is crazy so um but yes, we'll we'll have to figure out. We'll we'll definitely plan something with the beautiful hot summers that are coming here in Southern California. Um, if you guys uh, celebrate Fourth of July, by the time we see you guys next week, please happy Fourth of July. It's going to be Sunday, obviously. Uh, make sure to check out um, our live stream. Um, I'll say this: I'm going to throw a little bit of a nugget here, a teaser for Saturday. You're gonna want to check the Saturday show. There's there's a big announcement coming up. I'll just say that. Do I'll it. Leave it. I'm gonna leave it there. It's an. It's a. It's a. It's something that that's, you that's guys good will tease. Be don't, don't don't spell it out anymore. Yeah, that's I'm, the right tease. It's I'm good. gonna. I'm gonna leave it there. Um and uh, <laughs> yeah, have a good have a good rest of the week. And if, you know, <laughs> be safe, enjoy it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode. Obviously, at the best of our week with uh, our buddy Juan Carlos Bagnell and myself, TK Bay. You guys know where to find us online. Uh, be safe, stay safe, and take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.